The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. With Mike, Pete, and Steve, GovsRadio.com. We are live here tonight on Facebook, on YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and share the show as soon as the opening music cuts out. Tonight, we have the part do of the redo, if you saw the post uh, the out redo. there. Part deux, like uh, Naked Gun part That's 33 right. and Hot a shots. third. Hot shots, part That's right. I had to do something special because there are many people out there that did not, did not hear our guest that we have on tonight. Well, here's the Is problem. It, hold on. Will Are we, we on the metaverse yet? Uh, when do we get on the metaverse? What's the metaverse? Yep. Well, Can you explain such no. things? It's that thing. It's that thing you do. Oh, it's like the Facebook verse. Metaverse. Meta. Oh, Meta. I, have no, I have no idea where you're coming from this. Meta. And as you may have heard at the top of the show, give out a Wilhelm scream. We have Chris are on tonight with us live from uh, Albany or a subsidiary thereof. (laughs) One of the uh, nice little places up there in the upstate area, in the capital region, we'll call it. But before we get to Chris, we have some sponsors. Steven, take it away with Rosie's Draft Solutions. Coming on for 2022 Season 5 of the Works. Man, we are so happy. Uh, Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery and is only done by one way, and that's making sure those draft beer lines are perfectly clean. Uh, Rosie services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerator systems. They serve the likes of W.A. Meadworks, yep. 1940s Brewing, Blue Point, yep. Darling, Mauritius Field, Hopwinds, and of course our buddies at Hopscotch Buttership. That's right. We love those boys. Uh, you can reach them at Solutions at gmail.com or give them a call at 631-219-2075, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., uh, mentioned the work, get a little bit of discount, uh, maybe to give you a slap on your buttocks and uh, send you on, mm. on your way. And at least you have clean lines at that point. Uh, so tell Nick the that. wart sent you and get a little special discount, as Steven said. P 
Peter, take it away with Beer Maker. Beer Maker. Uh, I'm getting ready to do my second brew of Beer Maker. Very excited. Your all-grain at-home countertop brewing system. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so tasty. And we got those new probiotics. Not probiotics. Uh, (laughs) Well, uh, well, it would be nice if they were probiotics. But no, they're they're actually uh, enzymes. Enzymes, thank you. Yes, uh, some enzymes that actually help drop out any of these uh, bad proteins and and off flavors out of the beer um, and just make the beer even better than what it was. More gooderer. More gooderer, better. The gooderest version of your beer maker at-home system. Uh, new products uh, available. They have uh, a uh, growler and uh, bottle filling. If you yeah. plan on oh, yeah, they have a new, doing your own. That's right. Doing, new new yep. bottle. And yep. um, uh, from what I saw, they are, it, you could also use it uh, for kegs. You could, that's right. It was yeah. keg, kegs and bottles. If you're going to yeah. cap your own bottles, you're going to keg it. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, beer maker. Promo code the work for a uh, little, uh, little discount on the. Uh, How's that spell? Beer. B-E-R-M-K-R. There you go. Beer Maker. Beer Maker. Promo code the work for a discount on your uh, your unit there. There it is. On your unit. All controlled by apps. All, love, co- love, all controlled by the apps. All controlled by the apps. I love that's on your unit. So. We are also tonight sponsored by a Brewbag. Brewbag for your Brewbag. beer pong cornhole. Go to brewbag.com. And in the promo code, type in the wart. Receive 10% off your Brewbag today. You can get them customized, decals, all that good stuff. It's beer pong plus cornhole plus shenanigans. Go to beer. Go to brewbag.com for yours today. Also sponsored by vintagebeershirtclub.com. Vintagebeershirtclub.com for your vintage beer shirt. Again, promo code DEWART and receive a little percentage off your discount. Uh, no, you get a discount. You don't get a percentage. Then they're off then the discount. That doesn't make any sense now I'm thinking about it. Well, so I have know. to rearrange the wording on that one, Maybe, even though I don't read it at all. Tonight, we're also sponsored by Brewers Hardware. Brewers Hardware for your small batch or large capacity needs. Go to Brewers Hardware. A lot of our brewer friends here on Long Island and beyond use Brewers Hardware for their brewing needs. So go to Brewers Hardware, type in promo code DEWART, and receive percentage off your discount. We're also introducing the one I wanted forever, physics. Oh. Physics. Hmm. This is your- You've been using that bitch. For like a year and a half. Yes. And you love it. I love that physics. So if you have a crowler, you have a 750, you have a 2250, whatever you have, even a 16-ounce can Uh, is worth it. It goes up to, what, 32 ounces? You can go into a full uh, 750 bottle. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. And then you got beer right on tap right there. Go to physics.com, type in the promo code, the wart, receive 20%. Off your physics today. Nice. They're not expensive. They're under $100 wow. to get one of the systems, and they're uh, battery-operated. Take it on the go. Bring it tailgating. Bring it uh, everywhere. Do you know if they're still available? Physics.com. At, at, well, besides physics.com, right. uh, they were available at Best Buy for the longest time. Get out of here. They had a deal with them, huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Because uh, that's where I originally had seen them was at uh, Best Buy, and then after you had yeah. said, you know, I have this thing, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm it's like, fantastic. Oh. Geek Squad over here is checking it out. He's you got sure a... Am. Do it, bitch. You're damn and then right. I'm going to find out what the employee price Oh, by the way, <laughs> just so you know, yeah. we might actually have some uh, surprise callers in today. Oh, so there you go. Thanks a lot for setting that up. This is the work with Mike Pete and Steve GhostRadio.com. We are live on Facebook and we're live on YouTube. We are taking phone calls tonight. The number is right down there at the bottom of your screen, 516-465-3990. Call in, ask your questions. We have Chris from the up in Albany, Chris. New York. Actually, it's Del Mar, as he said. And uh, Chris... We have to first get the elephant out the fucking room oh, because boy. I know I done fucked up because I didn't do my checks and balances like a good engineer should. Yeah. We had an awesome time with you. We did, Chris. Back we in did. July. 
And uh, I, I'm sad to say that we had lost the show due to technical difficulties. We get it, to do it again. But we what, do get to do it again. When you mean technical, do you mean uh, mic difficulties? Yes, or, yes. I, okay, I, I did right, not just, click a button that should have been clicked. I'm just trying to get, and, sure uh, get that right. And what people heard throughout the night, and I did not check the face tubes <sighs> and the InstaFox and all that stuff. And it was a, and as everybody knows, Mike is great at doing this. And it really was a one in a million shot yeah. where we had a little, we lost power and kind of shit like went out for a moment. Yep. And it's just that one thing you forget to do because yeah. we were so excited Rushed. to have Chris on and we were talking, we we're having a great time and, and it went fucking south. We were, we were rushed to get that show back up because yeah. we, were, we oh, started yeah. the show. We were about 10 minutes in. And <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. We were like, boom, oh, shit. And uh, that really was upsetting. Chris. I first want to say sorry about that. I know we talked after the show that night, and I apologize. We had a nice long conversation. But the benefit to all this is uh, maybe we'll do a much better interview now that we're more prepared. (laughs) (laughs) A much more betterer. A more gooderer. Yes. And uh, we get to have more of your beer, which was the highlight of our night. Pretty much. Back in July. That might have actually been our plan the whole time, uh, <laughs> to actually have more of the beer that you produced because it was so good the first time. Uh, now we're going to do it again. Yes. Chris, how you doing? Yeah, I had my suspicions about that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're on to us, bro. You're on to us. So, so, Mike, did you click the button this time? The button. Hey, listen. <laughs> I, I'm, all I'm seeing right now is wave files. And the wave files are looking good. Yeah, and the audio and video is going out to the intertubes. I'm going to actually share the show to our page on Facebook right now before I forget. Cause and before you shit your pants again. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, well, that's going to happen. Yeah, the dog we know Chris's that already. dog looks suspicious. We already know this already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Chris, <laughs> you, uh, you brought to us uh, some amazing beer. We were extremely happy with what we had. Um, let's, let's go backwards and go back through exactly how this all got started, because you are quickly approaching your one-year anniversary coming up on November 25th. We'll talk about your one-year anniversary party in a little bit, but bring us up to date. How did this all get started, and where did this all come from? Uh, so I've been uh, I've been brewing professionally for almost a dozen years now. Wow. And uh, I, I, I got started as, as a home brewer. My brother got me into it. I'd been in craft beer for or into craft beer since I was a teenager. And um, I, uh, I got a job right out of a college at a, at a place called Cooperstown Brewing Company. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Oh, that's Oneana, right. I forgot about um, that. That's awesome. Out in central New York. I know you guys call upstate what we call yeah, downstate. But, uh, well, anything that's yeah, north yeah. of Westchester is upstate. To yes. Us. That's pretty much how. That works. Yeah, that works. We agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, so you guys in, in that area, you upstate, you're thinking Buffalo, right? When someone says upstate? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Albany, Capital Region. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's western New York. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that's yeah, true. We, yeah, what am I talking about? There. I don't know my New York. He's geography. thinking like Ferdonia is upstate. <laughs> <laughs> Canada? That's Canada. That's the Adirondacks. That's different. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I we whenever we leave Long Island, it's new new territory. When we get off of an island and onto the mainland, like we're just uh, you know, seafaring sailors, uh sometimes it really messes with our uh our, our geography. What right. we're doing. Terra incognita. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, All right Mike, can, yes. you, can you push the button so it goes off again be, so we could do this one more time? Because this, this beer is so good. It's good. Which one uh, did you pour? Uh, the, the very first one. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The pale. 
Jesus. So we might have to do this again. Uh, <laughs> All right, cut. Oh, Chris, we're going to schedule man. in another four months. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Just give us an excuse to get up there again. You got to come with me. How come I don't get the pushy buttons? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you want, you can. But uh... I think on the last show we made you an honorary four award. I think that's, that's what true. happened. True. I was petitioning heavily for it. Yes. And, and we're going to have a lot of callers asking for the same. Yes. Um, I, I, oh, yeah. I didn't kind of finish my uh, my whole history. Yeah. Thing, yeah, bro. Which I would think I would have down to like a kind of succinct couple of sentences by now, but <laughs> I'm a disorganized person. Good. We have two hours to get. Yeah. All right. Good. Undisorganized. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the day I was born. Um, <laughs> But no, so I so I was yeah I was brewing in um in like central New York uh, for a couple of years. Got a, then I got a head brewer gig down at um at Robin Hood Brewing Company, which is a little brew pub, uh down in uh, in Belfont, PA, right outside of uh, Penn State State College, PA. Uh, check them out. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided it was time to kind of strike out on my own. I moved back to my hometown, right outside of Albany, and uh, started work on the Warbler. Yes. So that that brand concept comes from me being a little nature nerd when I was a kid and, and wanting something kind of natural as as part of uh, part of the the brand, uh, just as as kind of a tribute to to my homecoming and uh, frankly because birds make for good art and yeah, I indeed. wanted I wanted the cans to pop. So I, I reached out to, to an old friend of mine, Ian Tartaski. Uh, check him out on Instagram at Ian Tartaski. Mm. I'll let you I'll let you figure out how to spell it or or read it off the can. <laughs> Luckily, it's on the can. <laughs> or yeah. read it, yes, or you get it off the can. Um, yeah, uh, put it in the show notes, guys. Yes, I never know where the show notes are, but put them in there. Uh, we don't um, do any pre-production, so it's gonna be tough to find <laughs> yeah. some notes available. Well, you know, you never know. <laughs> No, I, I, uh, I, all of them, I, you know, I like how they're all a little different, but they're all, you know, a different yeah. little bird. They're fucking cool. This one, I think, is my favorite on the on the uh, the flirpy there. And what? Uh, not to cut. Uh, did we lose you, Chris? No, no I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh, what I I did find out after our first, uh, you know, iteration of that we did, and we had a great time. I actually found like about warblers, and. They're actually certain warblers are like on the borderline of being extinct, huh. which I was like, really? Because the can art uh, tells me that they're really fucking being awesome and have great beer in them. <laughs> um, and then I was very, uh, you know, dismayed that warblers are like a, a, a bunch. And there's so many different species of warbler, not species, but different a genus, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. A genie, genie, sure, or, or genie. Or, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and thank you, thank you for like making me be aware of warblers. Yeah, and, well, songbirds in, in small uh, passerine birds of, of all kinds are are having a tough time of it right now with uh, with climate change and habitat yep. destruction and and house cats and you know they you know they have a whole dog feral, cats. feral motherfuckers cycle. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we yeah we we suck. But <laughs> yeah. um, there are a lot of, of uh, very successful warbler species still. So that's, that's great. That's a good thing. Yes, uh, a lot of them are, are moving north. Traditional ranges. 
Yeah. yeah. And then there's those the goddamn mail- hounds that get them. <laughs> Mailman's here. Yeah. We have Rex the Brew Dog in the house. What's up? Nice. Um, he is, he, his, his mom is not here to entertain him right now. So <laughs> so I hope you guys like howling. Yeah. Um, well, we, we love the doggies. Just try to join in. If he, if he goes, oh. <laughs> he's saying beer, where's mine? Beer is mine. Well, he knew I was getting off on that eco tangent. <laughs> he's like, I like warblers too. Well, in speaking of which, uh, we had tornadoes down yes. here on long Island and we never get them, but we got them. We got so them now. There's something to say for something going on out there. For sure. And it is. It's affecting uh, a lot of the, uh, uh, well, we could call it climate change, but it's affecting ecosystems and tremendously. And habitats, yeah. And it's, and it's a problem. And, and we've had a bunch of, um, for instance, the uh, the bats, right? We have uh, a society that protects the bats. We have societies. Vampires. They're called vampires. No, 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 no. No, no. no, no, not not the no, the Bats and Brews Festival no. is all about the, the bats conservatory. Saving the bats, man. Yeah, they eat the, the bugs that eat us. The, the mosquitoes, specifically. Love they that. love a good mosquito. Fucking it's delicious. Sucking. I hate those guys. Who doesn't? And they, they, but that's, again, something to be done uh, for what's happening out there in the world is uh protection of these endangered species and as steve said several of these uh elements of the the warbler are are not going to be around for much longer if we don't protect them right steve (laughs) oh yeah i thought you meant that for chris no no Uh, no yeah because you said it and it it was so odd that right after the show i like stumbled upon this and, and it was probably something I saw on Facebook or whatever. Uh, and oh, there it is. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, out of nowhere, I see these things about warblers and how they're like endangered. Certain, certain again, genus of them are like there's only a couple hundred of them left. Right. And that's in the, in the Northeast. So it's really in our region uh, that something like this is happening. And who the fuck would have known? Yeah. Chris, you you were talking about uh, you know coming up through the ranks at Cooperstown at, at Robin Hood. Give us a little background on those. How did you get into Cooperstown to start? I walked in. I asked for a job. I, well, I was returning a keg. Are you sure you were returning it? And uh, then I, I spent the summer there um, doing their doing their uh, little. Um, they have like a little league uh, tournament up there. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, I no was, one knows uh, about that yet. <laughs> That's you know, it. I would, uh, did well, I would did be, it really uh, get crazy the up there the, during those, those times? During that season, did it really get crazy? Were people really? Yeah, no, it, yeah, it was. Uh, it was awful. It was bananas. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, bananas. Other people coming in from from all over the U.S. Uh, really, really not wanting to listen to what you had to say about beer. Hmm. <laughs> 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 that makes sense. They're yeah. like, oh well, where's my son playing? But, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, care my about perspective that. is most things are awful. So yeah, there's we're we're, we're a really positive start. We got. The <laughs> so I take back what I was going to say about we'll do this interview better this time. <laughs> the dogs and we had only... such high hopes well, for let's, me. Let's for talk us. about the beer. No, we got to no, get. Oh my no, god! Well, get get try to put a positive fucking spin on. Well, Chris came up to the ranks through Cooperstown, and right. he was telling us about his time there. I want to hear right. more about and, that. And not everybody heard the conversations we had last time because somebody did push. The button. All right, about the I button. Mean, button. Well, the let's, button. Let's, let's move on from Cooperstown yes. to my next gig. Which was uh, butternuts beer and ale, uh, oh, which is shit. Uh, yeah. a um, uh, a cool production uh, brewery out in the boonies in Garrettsville, New York. I'm sure yep. we've all heard of it. 
Yes. Yeah. Population, like 15. I vacation there often. But uh, yeah. No, do you really? No. Oh, I thought you fucking. <laughs> sometimes Peter delivers those lines, and we're like, and we're yeah, like, really? right. Oh. And he really has. He was like, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm there every year. How many years were you at Butternuts? Uh, I was there three and a half, four years. Wow. When was the last year you were there? 2013. Oh, oh okay. Oh. That was the only because I know uh, a couple of breweries from here on Long Island were contracting up in Butternuts for a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. How big is? Yeah. But it was that was later on. Was, yeah, but at the time, Chris, how big was the facility? Could it could it handle contracting? We maxed out at I think just under fifteen thousand barrels a year. No, which, which okay. sounds like a lot and it's felt not, like a lot, yeah. but but you know, for a production brewery, that's that's still small to sure. mid sized. Yeah. Um, it was really cool. It was in a, in a barn. We were canning. A, a, maybe you've seen a Pork Slap Pale Pork Ale. Slap was a big one. We've seen. Down to the metro area. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah that was around. Uh, yeah, was, so they, was had, pork slap. they had several like yeah. iterations of something like that with the pig on it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. No, no. Big I remember I remember seeing Pork Slap, but then it was other a couple other ones that uh, had that pig or something like that on it. Which the one with the pig with the cigar? Oh mm, yeah, remember yeah. it was at Great South Bay doing no. was that a no, local no, no, brewery no, no. though no, doing no, like no. a brown or a, a no, stout? No, that was brown sugar stout, oh, something shit, porter. Man, now you got me. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 definitely can, something I local. Can, and I can see that picture in my me head. Me too. That little He looks like a little gangster pig yeah. with like the hat the and the hat. cigar. Are you thinking of smoking Al's barbecue? No. No. Silly. It does look like smoking Al's barbecue, but there was definitely a, a local beer that had that same logo. Uh, what, thing on there. Didn't you, uh, you guys did pork slap? Didn't you like a Hefeweizen or something like that? Hennyweiss. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's kind of cool. What was that? Close. Yeah, it's still, it, it's, it's, it's big. Um, so it, oh, up at Butternuts, well, what was the, the, the big thing that you experienced? What was the, the thing that kind of changed or impacted you the most and something that you might have brought to the Warbler? I think, um, my big takeaway there, uh, uh, a couple. Um, first, that you had better come correct with branding. They had mm-hmm. they had excellent uh, packaging there early on. They were they were one of the first breweries on the East Coast in cans. Yes, and uh, yes. Their, their their labels were were 12, super vibrant. Twelve out twelve and, ounce cans, right? Yeah, twelve yeah, ounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah I man. think they do some sixteens now. I'm not sure. Um, uh, black light glow cans, which was fun to take to parties. Oh, uh, that's kind of like, cool. See, I fucking didn't know that. I wish I, I would, know would have known that back then. I would have been all high and mm-hmm. with the black light going in, <laughs> moving the can around, like drinking Woo! the piggy beers. How about it? Yeah. Dude, what, what was what was the uh, beer in that one? What's that? What was the beer in the uh, the black light can? All four of their core brands glowed. Oh, oh shit. that's fucking. They cool. might still. I don't think. It, I don't Man. think they charge any extra for that print. What was the? What, uh, is it something that's done by the printer? Or did they do that themselves? The brewery. Yeah, the printer does it. Oh, it's like a. It's like a box you can just check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and blacklight. Yeah, yes. like I wonder why no one else does that. Then um, that's fantastic for, for hippies. Do. Yes, yeah. you guys got to start running a blacklight over stuff. Um, no, I know. No, you don't now, Chris. Well, Chris, I have a couch in this room here, yeah, and you. I'm very really... much afraid of doing that. I don't know if you could see it in this shot. Uh, no, you can't. It's, no. I don't have the camera tilted down. But... Actually, right now, even where my arm is, yeah. I don't even want the black light. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to say. There, there's where Steven's sitting, and yeah, right to his and... left is the couch. 
over there somewhere. <laughs> we sublet studio space from Brazzers. Just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> just oh no, oh no, oh shit. Oh, that's why everything smells kind of weird in here. It's not me. It's not my farts. <laughs> why does it smell like bleach? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Chris, so you you working at Cooperstown, you ended up Butternuts. What was Robin Hood like? Was that in between them, or was that after the fact? Robin Hood was after. So, okay. so I went from from Butternuts. I got kind of got my, like, beer education at Butternuts. Cool. Um, and then Robin Hood was, like, my first head brewer gig. So I was there for seven years. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. Wow. And what were you – what was um, – your head brewer was some of the recipes that you're working on now – uh, some of the ones that you kind of tested out or trialed out over at Robinhood. I mean, the, the whole thing was like a, a, a lab experience, you know, it's a small brewery with a, a lot of fermenters. So you mm-hmm. have to put a lot of, a lot of different recipes, um, you know, in, in package. And that was really cool. But no, um, the, the warbler is all, all new stuff. Um, and it was, it was just time to kind of move on from the, a little more of like a pub ale focused, uh, product mix into, into what we're, what we're featuring, uh, today. And what was, what was Robin Hood's ethos? Was it like IPAs? Was it just bar style beer, Pilsners, Kolsch's? What was, what was their thought process and, and their end results of what they wanted to do? It was a mix. So, so they had, they had two restaurants they had they had um their their main restaurant was it was called something else it's called um home delivery pizza i think since closed Mm. Uh, and then robin hood is still there um both of those bars had 27 plus taps wow and so yeah i got to occupy as many of them as as i wanted to make beers now uh, were you making the recipes or were they already oh that's awesome yeah we have some places here on long island that uh, the head brewer is really not in charge of the recipe making. Yep. It's kind of given to them or what they want, and they really don't have as much leeway as you would hope a brewer would have to do amazing stuff. And I think it does hold people back. So I'm glad to hear that you know they kind of let you off on your own. Yeah, I, I got a lot of creative control, and that was uh, that was a big big thing for me. Yeah, it really helped yeah. me really helped me develop. Now, yeah, now the whole time you were there. Did you have in the back of your head, like, yeah, I, I need to do this on my own. I need to have my own place. Uh, that's, that's, I think, always the dream for a brewer. Sure. Um, yeah. No, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I'd wanted a brew pub uh, since I was, like, 17, 18. And, uh, <laughs> okay. This, this, is, this isn't a brew pub. Having, having finally worked at a brew pub, I decided I didn't want to manage like a whole restaurant two right two yeah. Di- yeah two different businesses sure um so i yeah i ended up just going with uh pure brewery little tap room and uh and i'm, I'm happy with that bring in the food truck let them worry about yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> so actually when i was up there um just a week or so ago you guys had a food truck on saturday uh this is a relatively new thing for you guys at this point, give us a, a little, you know, uh, heads up on kind of where that uh, and well puts you right now in regards to, you know, how you want to address the food situation at the brewery. Uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to be uh, into food trucks in a, a much bigger way uh, going forward. It's something that that we, we should have been doing before. I won't get into why we weren't, but we are now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. What you're doing now. Yep. Yeah, we knew we knew we should have been, and and we weren't for for reasons that will we we don't need to we don't need to for reasons uh, just for, for reasons, reasons. Just, just for the reasons. Yeah, 
Oh, good. Um, but it, it's it's working out great, and uh, we've had uh, we've had uh, we've we've now had uh, had uh, two food trucks come. Uh, both of them have, have been have been pleased with with the results, and they're they're all, they're both uh, scheduled to come back this month. So oh, that's awesome. You can see, uh, Mud Daddy Flats quesadillas, uh, best quesadillas in the world, mm. on November twentieth for our hey. anniversary. For what's on and November twentieth, uh, Chris? Mm. Say, say again, say again. What's, what's on November twentieth? <laughs> what's coming up on That's November? That's our 20th? anniversary celebration. Oh, oh, party at the Warbler, guys! You're gonna want to come up for this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I didn't have children, I would be there. Unfortunately, Do you like glassware. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't. I don't. My kids are old, so yeah, you can go up there. Yeah, I've been up there. You now it's time for you guys to head up there. I've been up there twice. The twentieth. Hmm. No one's inviting me down there. Come down tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? I'm coming down on the 20th. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. Wait. Someone's no, going to no, be looking around work. like, uh, where, where's, where's Chris? Chris? What happened? Wait, isn't Chris? No, I'm sorry. No. He's going down. No. He's going downstate. Well, we uh, we don't have a show on the 20th, so it might be a little bit of a letdown, but we have plenty of breweries you can get drunk at, so for sure. Sold. <laughs> Done. Um, so bring us up to date. You, you had your uh, your opening on November twenty fifth, twenty twenty, just coming out of um, uh, what do we got going on? Like here? some sort of COVID, uh, you know, era at that point. How long was the building the system? How long was building up to where you were going to open? What was that process like before we get? Well, actually, you know what? Let's let me get back to that question because that's a, a long question to answer. We do have someone that called in. This is the work with Mike Pete and SteveGovsRadio dot com. Who's this? Hey, it's Paul from Ghost. Hey! Hey, Paulie! Paulie's on the phone. Not like I didn't see you a few hours ago. Uh, Chris, hey, this yeah, is... Uh, I'm see, buddy. <laughs> Chris, this is Paul from Ghost Brewing Company right here in Bayshore, Long Island. Uh, hey, hanging Paul. out with us at the uh, the Blue Point Cast Fest uh, just a week or so ago. We had a, a great ago, time man. with everybody on Long Island. And, oh, yeah, uh, it was a great time. Fuck yeah, it was, we, had, we had a blast uh, hey. hanging out with people. Actually, Paulie helped kick, us off, kick the show off. Yes, with yeah. uh, Larry from Spiderbite, who yep. you also yeah. with. Which, yeah, yeah, small story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, how are you feeling right now, buddy? What was that? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. It was, it was a great brew day. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, like one of the biggest honors of like my career. That's for shit sure. And then uh, we ended up heading over to um, North Fork Brewing Company. They kind of had a little like pseudo industry night. Uh, Rob Raffer from Uber Geek was there. Nice. Brian Smith from Long Island Farm Brewery. Um, West Hampton Beach was wrapped. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to like lose track at this point. Um, oh. The distillers from like Montauk were over there too. Um, Aaron was down there, uh, who's with uh, Better Man right now as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a nice little, you know, just fun night. You know, like, I wish, just I wish... having some like like post uh, victory pints. Yeah, I, 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 I wish coming home to talk to you guys. I wish you know? I could have followed you, man. Um, that would have been. Uh... Fantastic, but you know he has a show to do. He has I got, a job I, got I got, I got a job to do. Responsibility, <laughs> and 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 we're t- we're talking with Chris from the Warbler, which um you really when you get the chance you have to try some. You know of what? Beers that I have doing, bro. I have uh, yeah. Two- I heard you guys talking about butternuts and talking yeah. about the yeah, man. Beer, like, yeah. like shout out to uh you know uh pork splash like yeah that uh, I'm, I miss that beer. <laughs> oh pork slap, yeah, man. That was For good. Sure. 
Um, yeah, uh, today, uh, uh, me, uh, myself, and and Paulie, uh, he was the he was the host basically, and Larry from Spiderbite. We brewed a little beer together mm. um, today. Uh, something, you know, I'm not going to go into it, yada, yada, yada. It's yeah. a beer. That's <laughs> a beer. And uh, it'll be out, you know, eventually in cans. And, uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's going to be good. And we had a great time today, and we drank a lot of alcohol and, and ate some pizza and had a good mm. time, uh, which is always uh, when it's with Paul. Um, and, 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 and of course, Larry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was well, great. Once the forklift is done, all the booze starts flowing. Yes. Once, <laughs> once the forklifts are done moving, then we start to drink. And um, uh, yeah, it was. And, uh, and Steve tried to steal a bottle of whiskey, which is kind of oh, cool. Bro, right? I was no, so but... close to having that whiskey go home with me, brother. <laughs> was it good whiskey? It, oh, it's a high end whiskey, mm. and I almost procured it. If it wasn't for a Mr. One Billy Powell from fucking Nightmare Brewing Company. Uh, yeah. That's right, Billy. I got my eye on you now, you son of a bitch. Well, no one likes a rat. Uh, <laughs> bro. It would have been, it would have been, actually, it was a, a, a fun little, like, thing I was going to do, and it would have been hysterical. Paul, I, I'm, I'm going to save you uh, two of these beers. you got to try some of this stuff from Chris at the Warbler. Uh, we were very impressed back in July when we had him on. The show never aired. Right. Uh, we decided to have him back on. We we didn't decide. It was a unanimous decision that we yeah. needed him back on. Definitely. A, to give us an excuse to uh, drink more delicious beer, and yes. B, to hang out with him. Uh, he's uh, live via Zoom tonight, uh, so you can say hello. He'll hear you. How's it going, bud? How are you? What's up, man? Yeah, I, I'm the fourth work guy now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm definitely looking forward to trying some of those beers, though, for sure. I'm going to save you a few, Paul. I got a, I got a stout that I'm going to give you. Uh, uh, maybe a pale. The pale yeah, is delicious. The, well, but now we're drinking something different. So we're going to get. Uh, oh, yeah. Peach. I found a sour I liked. The, yeah. uh, <laughs> as it's called, Squeech. 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 Squeech peach. We'll get into the, the beers um, in a little bit, but it's a uh, it's it, a peach-flavored right. sour ale. With vanilla. And, yeah. man, let me it tell you. It smooths it out nice. Yes. It is. You know, you get some of those sours that fucking cave your head in. This is not one of them, yeah. but you still get that tartness. Um, it's but, just enough. But that back end is yeah. so smooth with the yeah, vanilla. The vanilla. I, 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 and it's funny because Pete, I, I said to him, I go, you're going to like this. Yeah. And Pete does not drink sour Mm-mm. Fucking beer. Mm-mm. We've learned that. And I really want to break this down because this is one of your, Chris, your attempt, not attempts, but uh, successful uh, creation of a sour, right? This is one of the first sours you put together? Yeah, we did. So that's, um, Squeech is a series. So second in the series, the first being uh, Blackberry. Ah, Uh-oh, the Blackberry right. was the first. I didn't get a chance. So since then, we um, we have a, we have a smoothie sour on tap right now. Uh, Mike, I don't know if you had that one. No, no, I think it came out. We were. Uh, I was talking with uh, your mom or Sarah. I forget who it was about it being the next thing kind of up on the board. No, uh, too many bears. It was. It's a um, blueberry passion fruit, uh, black currant, uh, Teddy Graham, wildflower honey, vanilla. Wait a second. No, I had that. Uh, it's. It's. it's yeah. de- I definitely had that. Shit, that's right. I did add that, and it was Teddy Grams, dude. It was delicious. Teddy Grams, and I was you I'm, I, savage, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I ended up. Uh, of course, I got to get the sour. To me, I love sours, so for me, it was a must. I got the pale, I got gothic, I got uh, the sour, and then you had another IPA. It was a, either a double or a single. Um, because I love IPAs, and everything again on the lineup was delicious. I did have that. I apologize. It was delicious. 
Yeah, you better apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. But you didn't you have any can, that. so I would have brought it home. Uh, and I think this this uh, particular one I did not have, and I was hesitant because I'm like, ah, sour. I don't bring back to the boys. Again, we know Pete isn't a huge fan, but at the same time, I said, you know what? If Pete doesn't drink it, I will and my wife will. So ended up- uh, I like it. Pete likes it. There you go. <laughs> Give it to Pete. He likes it. Yeah, Pete likes it. He'll drink anything. Uh, Chris, uh, Paul has a sour out there, uh, blueberry sour ale. That's also one of my wife's favorites. Paulie, uh, how how do you go through your process for, uh, was it Midnight or Blue Moon or what's the... Uh, So it's uh, it's called uh, uh, Blue Dream. Blue Dream. Blue Dream. I was on the right track. Blue Moon. (laughs) Does it come with the orange slices? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you guys got bought out by Miller's Coors? You didn't tell me. Yeah, what happened there, man? That's crazy. Paul, you got bought out. It's Blue Moon now. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was quick, Paulie. Coriander for days. Yeah, no, definitely, uh, you know, I, I, I've, yeah, no, definitely not a blueberry <laughs> IPA. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's a, actually a blueberry sour IPA. And um, it ends up being like a 24-hour kettle sour. And then uh, we load up the hop back with uh, dried blueberries. Um, oh, it's right. through there yep. on that. Um, in the boil, it's all um, Azaka and Ella and then... Going into uh, the fermenter, uh, once it, it starts ripping, uh, we hit it with the blueberry uh, puree, and then it gets dry hopped with, uh, double dry hopped with um, Ella and, um, why am I drawing a blank right? Uh, Ella and Eldorado. Ah. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ella and Lemon Drop. Ella and lemon oh, drop. shit, that's um, right, Lemon Drop. Yeah, yeah, so like, I, I, I use the Lemon Drop to really kind of hit that like Sour Patch Kid kind of note, yeah, like, like sharp intensity. Um and the yellow just kind of really throws that, like, mango tropical fruit, kind of rounds it all out while, like, the blueberries, like, stay sharp between the dried blueberries and the hot back and the blueberry puree, like, as, like, a not really a secondary fermentation. It goes in at high crozen, so um, it, I, I'd still consider that a primary fermentation. Um, addition, unless, yeah. like, the yeast is winding down and then you're, like, taking it back up again. I, yep. Wouldn't consider it a secondary fermentation, but uh, yeah, because once you, yeah, and um, this is actually uh, this is like the first one-off that we've actually rebrewed. Um, oh, cool! It was our initial like most popular beer that we had done. It was our first beer that we sold out on, and um, yeah, it, it's the first rebrew, and it's come back with great success, and everybody's been loving it. And uh, it was um, it was not designed specifically to pair with. Um, there's there's a flower out there called like Blue Dream, um, oh, yeah. and like yeah, it, it pairs flavor wise very well together with that flower. But now, Chris, at this point to keep the conversation going, this is a sour malt beverage. Can you give us a little information on what makes it a difference between like a sour ale or sour ale versus a malt beverage? Yeah, it's the TTB agent you get when you submit your label. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, it's no, it's it's a sour ale, um, but they yeah they were insistent. Um, it, it can have to do. It can have to do with like if if you're adding like a, a flavoring, which we didn't. Okay. Um, it's yeah, and so I, I won't get into again like the bureaucratic uh, frustrations. But yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've since learned that in New York State, you don't have to go through the TTB if you're just selling in the states. So, yes. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, interesting. We're, doing, we're just submitting to New York now, and uh, that and fussy. Uh, that fussy little label issue has gone away. And uh, going going forward, uh, so so our listeners know, you guys are farm brewery or are you a microbrewery? 
no, 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 no. Yeah, we like to we like to use exciting new hops and that's- <laughs> okay, <laughs> microbrewery it is. I get you, bro. <laughs> no, and there's nothing wrong with that because no, no, it, it just all. seems harder to do harder and harder every year to do a all New York store New York State eighty uh, percent at this point. I don't even know what it is anymore. Uh, but uh, it 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 what is it, Paul? It's still technically sixty percent. They were pushing for ninety percent, but I think they've. I, I believe the number is sixty percent. They've, they, they, because of the market having to like come back as far as availability of products. Mm. They, oh, okay, that makes the sense. The ninety percent isn't going to happen from what we've all come to understand, and it seems like it's going to be sixty percent. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it just makes it harder for every. You know, when 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 uh, I had the brewery open, still we were a microbrewery, and it was all because of. The um, grain, uh, you know, all the all, all the different malt we can get and hops that were not produced in New York State, and we needed to get them to make what we wanted to do. You know, it's not for everybody, but you know, certain people like to do it that way. And if it works, that's great. Um, uh, it, but you know, go ahead, Bo. The 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 hard part too is like uh, it, it was coming up to like a really high level of like consistency where it was like yes it was dependable and and it was coming like i was like okay like this is going to be sustainable and like doable and dependable and then um one of like the bigger like malt houses close like local malt houses like just disappeared and you know we still don't kind of know how and and everybody's kind of like yeah 1886 that's going to be i feel like like the best yeah at this moment right now until something else like gets corrected along those lines, which is unfortunate. But that being said, there's still like that huge interest in wanting to do that. No, no one sure. replaced them either, right? They're, they disappeared and there isn't I, another monster yet. Is there to my knowledge the you know, the facility still exists there and nobody's replaced them. them and, but, but I, I can't speak to that. I, you know, I don't have any knowledge. Chris, any any inside information in the capital region about a new malt house opening up or something in the local area? There's there's a bunch. Um, New York State Malt is one of them. Who is um? Yeah, who are they using? Uh, Hudson Hudson Valley Hudson Valley Malt. Yeah, yeah. So they just put in a new warehouse, I think. Oh wow! Nice. Okay. Um, So so there yeah there there are malt kind of coming in to to fill the. uh, Fill the gap. They um, seem. They seem that 1886 was like one of the bigger ones. I mean, their facility was tremendous, yeah. but I think um, at the end of the day, maybe it was something they bit bit off more than they can chew, and uh, and it, they just the demand wasn't there, or either that, or was the product just they couldn't sustain it. Um, now, was that a conscious effort, Chris, when you guys were opening up, uh, just seeing what what possible was out, what possibilities were out there? Uh, you know, to get your uh, ingredients and supplies. Uh, I'm not sure I entirely understand the question. <laughs> no, when <As> you're <laughs> going for the microbrew license, it's as fine, to the brother. Yeah, was it even a, a question, or are you just like, no, nah, I'm just, I can't, I can't. No, do yeah, that. it was no. This <laughs> is a hard no. He's like, and, and yeah. that's a no. No, I, I would have liked, uh, liked the privileges that come along with it. Right, yeah, um, as as everybody I would. Think, we don't, we don't have to get super into this, but they, they should be available to, to every New York State um, uh, producer, regardless of, of percentages, uh, whether or not you're you're sourcing your agricultural products locally. But um, but no, un- unfortunately, it's it's yeah, it's really tough if you're if you're trying to do if you're trying to do stuff that that is um, uh, 
on the contemporary side, um, it's it's hard because a lot of these, a lot of local, like hops growers, uh, there there are, are agronomic issues, and there are there are issues with with IP. Like a lot of those hops just aren't allowed to be grown by, by oh other, yeah other other programs other yep. than the, the breeding programs that 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 develop them and the farms that they license to. Uh, so I think Scott Beltman at Indian Ladder was like one of the only ones growing. Um, yeah, I think they were growing uh, Calypso. Was it? Is it really one of those hops that that um, that uh, uh, you, you don't see at, at New York State it, it grown in New York State uh, very frequently, or maybe it was cashmere. Oh, okay. Well, cashmere for, for, a... for the longest time, it's I mean, like you know, hops like Citra and and and. Um, uh, yes, definitely cashmere. Uh, I mean, Amarillo. Oh, yeah, no, Centennial. You know a New York State grower that's growing Citra. Let me know. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> let me tell you. If 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 one of those motherfuckers could get a hold of a rhizome or two and just call it something else, call it Citra. Uh, Citr- uh, something. Citro. You know, Citrone. Citro. Oh, Citrone. Like I mean, they would kill it. They would just kill it. Called Citra with an S. Now, is it something, guys, yeah. that that you think? And this goes for Paul too. Paul, by the way, Chris, Paul can't hear you uh, speak because of the way the system is routed. Um, you can hear him, right? But he can't hear you. So that's the unfortunate part. I'll just, Paul, I'll, I'll work with you and get you the. I'll, I'll softball you up some questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I just wanted to give you guys the heads up on that. Yeah, no, just the way the, the the board is routed through the phone, but the board isn't rerouted through the software, so otherwise it'd be a delay, and you don't want that. Totally, so totally got it. Yeah, totally yeah, it's, it. it's just a technical thing. Um, but I mean, for for what they do, uh, you know, in other parts of the country, is that something that could be done here uh, in New York with things like Citra Mosaic if they just got a rise on? And be able to to grow that would it still be the same product no. or close to it? Nope. Like, like, for, for I like, say no. What little I know, like I'm gonna say, like that's a loaded question as an and as a generalized statement. I'm gonna say no. Yeah. Um, no. Nope. Kind of like, like 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 the growing regions, like with grapes and whatnot, like mm. different. It's all about the soil, and brother. Different flavors and like, like like the best way to describe it is honestly, um, uh, Steve. No pun intended being that we use these hops today, but, like, the Fuggle hops, like, UK Fuggle hops are, like, 4, 4.8%, yes. 4.4% alpha acid. Um, American Fuggle hops are usually, on average, double that, like, yes. 8% alpha acid, if and, not maybe even a little bit more. So just, like, like, like the, the different growing regions will produce different environments. Again, like, from my little understanding of it all, like, and, you know, like, citra here might be citra there, but, like, you know, depending yep. on how far you go. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And, and and even that being said, it's like when when you have New York State Cascade versus a lot of other Cascades. Like in general, I've found like a lot of New York State hops can be very floral um, in comparison to like a lot of these other streams. But that being said, some of these vines have been going for generations yes. and generations yep. and generations, yep. and those those crops are always evolving, just like these streams or this or that, the other thing. So. Uh, it's a little bit of a loaded question. Could they grow citra here? Yeah. Would yeah. it be the same as it is no. wherever it's normally grown? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe not. Maybe the, the, yeah. I, I think but, I think the, pro, the the difference would be, you know, you're looking at, like, the oils. Um, you know, the, the, the soil is going to transfer a certain amount of, you know, what it can. And, and it's the same thing. Everybody realizes uh, grapes. 
You know, uh, yes. grapes were put on the island here, freaking in 1977, somewhere around there. They were taken from California, brought to here, and um, they didn't know what to expect. And it over years, they uh, grew to what they are, and, and they've become world-class, you know, vineyards on Long Island. But they didn't know what to expect. It took and, generations. And, it and, and are those the same grapes as from, like, what they came from and, like, this and that and the other? Like, and, like, that's the whole thing. It's like, could, could they grow it here? Yeah. Would it be oh, the yeah. Same? yeah. Who knows? Like, and that's it. But, and that's um, it. I, I know um, Ryan from uh, 20, uh, 27 Hop Yards, I had a whole conversation with him about he was over in Australia, and um, he was there oh, for a harvest yeah. of... He was there for the harvest. He was, um, they have this, this whole hop harvest union that goes on, and they only harvest the hops for a certain amount of days, and then they put them in these bales, and you just let them sit. And then they give their workers two weeks off, and then they go back, and then now they, they package these things. Yeah. And he said the key to everything there was um, the soil is volcanic soil, mm. and it... We're here. We 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 uh. In, we have glacier sediment. It's well, different. Right? The, the the key here is we have uh dewy dewy mold, which is uh, yeah really huge with killing hot plants. In Australia, they don't have dewy mold, and they don't have the same insects that killed hops mm. here in the United States or on the East Coast. So they have an advantage. Uh, the amount of liquid that they put down for these plants. Uh, they don't have to build them up on a on a mound like we have to do here. They're a flatter and and they they reap a tremendous amount of cones compared to what we can here on the east coast yeah. or and, even in the west coast. And from what I've heard, like um, South Africa is very yes. much the same way because like it's yep. so dry that a lot of uh, again this is all from like what I've been told. Sure. Um, apparently like, a lot of those molds like don't even exist there exactly. yet. So like. When they actually, and, and I've been told stories about this like firsthand from people that have been privileged enough to go out there and explore these yards. Like when you go in there, like you basically get like you have to take a double bath and change all your clothes. Wow. And then when you step into the field, like, yeah. like you're uh, wearing like only their stuff. And then yep. like when you get back, you can like change in your own stuff and then go on your way. But yep. like not to infect like any of those vines like those molds don't exist there yet hmm. and they're making sure they never do yep. some of that has to do with the growing region some of that has to do with like whatever whatever but um what yeah. the beauty of all these things you know like, like you were just talking about the oils and this and that we have that technology now to figure out oh yeah this is why this happens this is why that happens so we can process these hops accordingly blah 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 blah, blah. like all that knowledge is starting to actually come to fruition as opposed to like the why there's not many more whys going on as far as like hops go and it's not the other thing like we're figuring it out as an industry and just well, making bigger better danker shit because the cra- of it craziest the craziest <laughs> thing about that all is before prohibition new york state was the number one producer of hops in mm-hmm. the united states mm-hmm. in the north yeah. in north america yeah and then, and then it was like the blue mold and like whatever fucking company that was that fucked it all up and for like the last like 30 well, years. And, and, and what's, I, I don't know, uh, Chris, I don't know if you know, come across anything like this, but I know I've heard upstate they keep every so often they find wild hops still growing from the old hop farms up there. And yeah. uh, and, and, and so, I heard so of, uh, uh, go ahead, Chris. At, at Seco County, where, where I started working um, 
uh, at Cooperstown Brewing Company was was one of the three counties that accounted for 80% of, of U.S. production. And they used to call that region Hop City. Oh, shit. And and they're they're everywhere out there. You'd find they are, right? Yeah. Along little hedgerows. Um, now, have, yeah, have, they literally have, are. Like, you can just find, walk out and find hops. Have, have you, like, explored it all? Yeah, I was going to say, have you explored, like, maybe getting some of these and doing, like, a wet hop at, you know, when it's when it's that time of the season? Uh, Scott Feldman, I think, was doing some of that at home. But, but no, it's... It, it, that seems like that seems like a, a lot of work, and I'm. A, <laughs> you know, bro. At um, least you're honest with yeah. us. I love that about you, bro. Yeah, it it seems like it'd be a, a cool thing, but you never know what you're going to get. It could be a complete waste of time in the end. And this is true. And everything that you you know spend your time on and dragging out of the woods or wherever you are and, and trespassing on people's property, trespassing, trying to find this stuff. getting shot. Yeah. Um, and and then at the end of the day, if it comes out like shit, then you get yeah, wasted beer and you wasted your time and money. So, Chris, you you were talking about how you were going through and, and ordering. You know, you you really like your sexy hops. We uh, just cracked open uh, Gothics. Yes, and uh, you know this thing uh, has has the backbone, it has the mosaic, it has the Idaho Seven sexy hops, as we know. Um, sexy time. <laughs> I, I want to really break down some of the beers we have and had before, but. Give us a little insight onto uh, Gothics because this is the one of the, I think it's the second actually double IPA we've had from you. Yeah, so uh, um, Gothics is the last beer in our Peak series. We were just doing we we named a, a, a number of, of our double IPAs after uh, Adirondack High Peaks and ah. stopped doing it when we when we realized that uh, another brewery's entire marketing um, uh, <laughs> revolved around that. Whoops! Well, um, so, you know, we, oh, didn't, we well. didn't want to be, you know, we didn't want to be pouring in on their racket. But uh, so Gothics will be the last one. But it's, it's named after a peak. Uh, they all share the same basic bones, the same malt bill, fermentation profile, and okay. then and then we play around with with the hops. So on this one, yeah, we're we're using um, uh, in 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 the dry hop, we're we're doing DDH with. Cryo Mosaic and uh, Lupo Max Idaho Seven, which are are similar products. I think that I was just going to ask product. that. What do, what do you find the difference between the Lupo Max and the and the Cryo? I'm I have less experience with Lupo Max, but but the stuff I've used has 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 I feel like been a little more potent. Um, okay, I don't know if it's just you know they're 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 more selective with with what they with what they're shaking off and in, in, in collecting or um just to you know you know it can, it can also vary from yard to yard so that, you know it might just uh, be their selection but yeah it's true you know, are you it, are you it, using this concentration of of lupulin are you uh, using this on hot side or, or cold side uh, i use it everywhere but oh, okay um no no that's everything hot gets side, a hot side I'm, I'm moving into uh, um uh, a newer product from uh, John Haas called um, Spectrum, or I'm okay. sorry, called uh, Incognito. Spectrum is a cold oh, side. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's improving yields. It's it's very potent. You have to be careful with uh, with the the, the bitterness uh, mm-hmm. with Incognito. So, um, but that's yeah, that's like an, an oil that we're adding at, at Whirlpool. Uh, but but I use I use a ton of cryo uh, in. Uh, in my IPAs and, and yeah, and, you, know, and you, you kind of have to if you can get a hold of them because your yield—that's the key right there. Yeah, um, hop 
hot pellets absorb 1.3 yeah, gallons of beer per pound. Jesus. Yep. So, That's, you know, you that adds about, up. <laughs> at, at my scale, if I'm making like a, a, a po- like a DDH double IPA at like at like four pounds per barrel, then we're ta- we're, we're losing like two or three kegs of, of beer just, yep. on, wow. just on the yep. flush. Think of it there's, that way. There's a couple the hundred bucks. They, <laughs> there's easy. the beer that it directly absorbs, and then there's the beer you have to spend flushing the flushing the solid stuff out. <laughs> I, re- so, uh, I remember. Yeah, it, it adds up. Yeah. Oh, without doubt. I remember talking with Paulie um, when he was with uh, Brickhouse, and he was he started using some of, uh, uh, not even the cryo, but it was uh, when you were. Uh, the hop oils. Yeah, man, hop oils. And you were getting yields um, way above than the, the brewer before you was and and it just yeah. it makes one your brew your brew house efficiency way weak your, your yield is how can i say you're making money right yeah you're not fucking losing you're finally making money step one i, I, re- I remember like, step like, two those numbers to the bosses three, basically and just being like no like we're creating this and they're like yeah. oh no like you're saving that i was like no no, like, yeah. like, 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 this is like being created essentially out of thin air because it never existed before. Yep. Jesus, and like yeah. that was a hard concept for them to like understand. And then once they showed them like the yields, it was like, yeah, okay. But yeah, I heard Chris on like the back end talking about the incognito hops. Gee, yep. that's what Dylan had brought over um, in that like jar. Oh yeah, that, like, yeah, we, white, today. Like, yeah, that was that was in comparison to forty four pounds of hops that one. So you know, jar which was like what the the size of like a big snapple bottle. Yeah. So yeah. Right. So, right. so so today, uh, one of the brewers from Great South Bay comes over and he has he has a, a like a not even a quart bottle it, like like Paul said it was like a um, almost like an Arizona style can I'm like nineteen point one ounce yeah. like Paul's uh, tall 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 boys <laughs> it was just it was just filled with like hop resin resin like oil now now. now uh, was it, 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 Paul, it, Paulie, it, how many incognito hops? It was a centennial. I believe those were the it was centennial. centennial. Yes, incognito it was. hops. Yes. What's what's the yeah. consistency now, of that? Is it now? Like... Oh, it's like a almost like oil, like a paste. If you look at it, but it pours like, like but tree it, sap kind yeah. of. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, how, like how many? How many like room temperature? It's it's like very thick, like 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 a paste. But like you have to warm it up, yes. and then like it, it becomes a liquid where you can actually pour it out of the container. If now, you don't warm it up. You can't pour it. Now, that, that container, yeah. how many pounds of hops would that have really been? 44. 44 Holy pounds of hops. shit. And can you yeah, imagine and, them I mean, losing, and, and like again, Chris like was saying? talking like 1.3 gallons, like, you know, per pound. Like, yeah, it's it, it, like all that stuff starts to add up. That, that incognito stuff isn't cheap. But when you do the math on the back end between the yield, between the sellerman not needing to dump that, between you yeah. not needing to spend the money to yeah. dump that solid waste, now your dewatering tank like could, could be picked up that many last time. Like it, it all really starts to add up. Where even just on the raw material cost, it Bro, makes sense when you just, look at it on the back end. It's like, oh wait, this is actually saving money. Like just, on, on that side too. Just think when you get in a, you're trying to pull another pitch of of yeast. That exactly. is It's not as dirty, and you don't have to worry about. It. Now you're getting a cleaner pitch that you could mm-hmm. you could just repitch into another a batch. That's and then, you know, like, you could transfer that down to the customer, and now they don't have to pay yeah. $25 yeah. for a pack or, yeah. you know, like, whatever it is, and, like, everybody's happy, you yeah. know? Like, yep. Efficiency, I hear. This is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Just all no, about efficiency. It, bro, it, and, and, and the average customer doesn't realize it, but I know Chris and Paul realize it, as, as I do. 
It's all about making the best beer that you can with the best products that you have and a for line. the cheapest amount of money. Like Paul said, to pass it on to everybody else. It, it, it really and it, it's it's a fucking it's a job. Yeah, Chris, what were you gonna say? I, I was gonna. There's the economic advantage, but it's it's also a, a different. It's also a different flavor profile, and a lot of brewers are yes. hesitant to, to get into these advanced products in a big way because of that, because it's it's seen as a, a less complete profile. Um, my stance is that, like, yeah, it is, but they're taking out the, the gross stuff. They're taking out the vegetables. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. like, so, no, really. You're taking the out veg- the vegetation. <laughs> yeah. You're getting the pure oils. Yeah. You're, get, you're getting what you, the flavors Intended that you actually it, want. Right. Yes. And how much, again, uh, Chris, so you end up, you know, four pounds in your system. How, how much, you said two kegs worth is basically coming back to you? So right there that's, is. That's like, yeah, that would be like a four pound per barrel hopping rate. Now, yeah. I mean, I mean, I literally, I've been using them for, for um, uh, since they came out, which is like six years ago is right. uh, when, when Cryo came out now. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. And. Uh, so, so I, yeah, I've been using it since release because my old system was, was really, really bad with, with yields. Mm. I I had poorly, poorly, uh, gross sized, um, uh, bright tanks on, on that system. And I was, I was, I initially did it for yield and, and then just developed, developed, you know, my own kind of technique with it. And, um, so now it's, now it's. That's what I use primarily, unless it's something I, I can't get in it. Right. Chris, um, remind us again, what, what's your system looking like right now? Uh, it's a five-barrel uh, stout system, uh, five fermenter, two bright. So so very small. I think we can, we can probably max it out like 650 barrels a year. 650 barrels a year, it. okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like so when when I went to a uh, brand new uh, brewing company that opened here in Lindhurst, uh, third one now uh, on the strip. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, they're they're basically creating ten gallons at a time. When you look oh. at your system, <laughs> you go, "Wow, what a big step up!" But then compared to other systems yeah, that are is. out there, you you would say, "Oh yeah, no, no, that's that's oh, I'm only doing six fifty a year." But that's still a, a fairly good size for what you guys are producing and then sending out, you know, to the public. Yeah, it's it's enough that we're not going to run out in house. Right. Um, the, the challenge is is getting enough product to to distro. Yeah. And uh, which we're we're starting to also get into. We we that's some, that's another new development. Uh, so new that I don't really have great info on it for <laughs> you guys as to how it's going. Uh, we sold our, you know, our, our first, you know, fleet of kegs that we that we sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, all got snapped up, so that that's great. That's awesome, um, and that's all local but, distro. Uh, yeah, the, just the the five counties surrounding Albany. Nice. And, and so, do you have yeah. do you have room to expand when that you know when you get a better handle on on what distro looks like and you know the demand obviously increases? Is there room to expand that system in, at the current location? We can't really add tanks. We can we can size up on a couple, replace replace them, and and go unitank on on uh, a couple fermenters, which mm. will which will you know ease the the racking bottleneck yep. a little bit. But uh, there, yeah, there really isn't room for much more stuff, which is <laughs> which is which is okay. Yeah, you know, it's well, you don't want to bite we, off too much that you can chew, right? I mean, at that yeah, point, yeah. Part of part of maintaining a. a desirable beer brand in this day and age is some exclusivity. Yeah. 
Yeah, keeping it a little hard to to, to get acquire, yeah, man. You know, making, yeah. making it a special thing. You can't know, find treehouse anywhere every else. Every town's other got their fucking breweries. breweries. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I I don't know if we went over it this time uh, on this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, how did how did the name the Warbler come about? No, he's, he just said yeah, it. He he said it. Oh, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was making peepees. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry. Yeah, no, it was yeah, his someone, love for the yeah, outdoors. Someone didn't press your button. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> Chris, you are correct. Nobody pushed my button. <laughs> uh, Paul, uh, before we let you go, because we got a, a lot to go over with Chris, give us the big plug for Ghost uh, in Bayshore. Well, real quick, just to reiterate one thing that, uh, that Chris said, um, you know, it's not just about the yield, like those like higher process, like, Pot, like hot products they do create like totally different flavors and it is also about like a new ex- like flavor experience for the customers for the brewers this not the other thing yeah. it's not just about the yield it is like you know a two-for-one deal as far as that goes so i wanted to reiterate that oh, yeah. um as far as ghost goes uh ghost goes this week uh, i'm going to be brewing lady in red which was by far oh. our absolute most popular when beer. are you bro- be dropping again in like why did you of December. why didn't you so, fucking tell me that today <laughs> Lady in red. You, hey, I gotta why do you hold? Why do you hold balls, shit for me? Know? Come on! <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta give you a reason to come back. Uh, mm. Well, you, bro, you're the reason I come back. The, come the marketing right there is brilliant. Oh, I know. Oh, and what, do you, what else do you have on the schedule? You got Lady in Red. You got uh, East Coast Ghost coming up. What do you got uh, in the tank? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm like, you know, East Coast Ghost is regular. So, like that's yeah, always ripped in. Right? I got another batch of like Afterlife coming up, and. I Bro. think we're going to be cracking into some barrels pretty soon. Um, like probably mm. one of the Belgians that I have what? going over there. Um, it's kind of like a tasting room, like reserve thing. But um, yeah, other than that. Hey, what are you doing that rice lager again with the Thai, the Thai basil? Um, maybe next year. Um, yeah, not not every one-off will be like a yearly thing. You know, maybe like an every other year and, thing. But, and, um, and what the fuck were we drinking all day today? Uh, skeleton key. Skeleton key, bro. Mm. That, it's a pale ale, right? Mm-hmm. In the white can. Yes, yeah, it, yeah. It's a pale ale. New we Zealand we we had that. We were we were drinking that. We had some pizza come in, and that fucking beer paired so well with oily, greasy pepperoni, <laughs> and and that beer was I I I had four or five points. Pints, I don't know. It's somewhere around. Uh, but. Those are 20 ounces. Yeah, oh, that's pints. right. Pop, we were drinking 20 ounces. Yeah, right? those 19, uh, nine cans of 19 Son of a bitch, <laughs> you, Paulie. I love you, brother. <laughs> Paul, thank you very <laughs> much, buddy. I appreciate you calling in. Paul Consick from Ghost Brewing Company in Bayshore. Go to uh, ghostbrewingcompany.com or check him out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other good stuff. Appreciate it, buddy. Chris, pleasure chatting with you, too. Right back at you, bro. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Paul. Right back at you. See you. This is the work with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. Give us a call, 516-465-3990. Taking your calls all night. Any questions for Chris from the Warbler up in the Albany area, Capital Region? Chris, uh, I'm going to really quick gonna stop us on Instagram Live because we have a segment coming up that you might have. Uh, was he part of? I don't yes. think he did it. Well, he did it, but we didn't have an entry. Uh, uh, no, we didn't have the song. No, we didn't have the song. We didn't have the coolest song ever. While I'm switching that over, Chris... Uh, Tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, like I was mentioning before, and we didn't get into it because Paul called in. Uh, get Opening in, in the time of COVID, uh, opening in a, in, a, in a post-apocalyptic universe <laughs> that you were kind of trying to get your business up and running, what were the biggest hardships that you had to face while trying to get your uh, business up and running? To get your beer tapped in the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I told you guys how I, I think most things suck. Um, but no, I, I thought COVID was pretty great. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, <laughs> COVID was time. so awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it was, um, it was really, really challenging at first. And our crowler machine kept us, uh, kept our lights on for those first couple months. And you guys, you guys were doing deliveries and, and to goes. We were just doing curbside. I, oh, I mean, okay. our team is our team is so small. We didn't even have together. someone for delivery. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. It's just, it's like, it's like me and a bartender, and then my 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 parents do do a lot of helping out, you know, around the place, and and my wife uh, helps out with with uh, bartending and social media. So it, I mean, it's it's really just a family brewery, and. So, I mean, it was a scary couple of months to be public facing. Um, sure. It was hard to get the brand out there to people because, you know, it, it was a time where people didn't want to, you know, come in and check something new out. But that said, we we had a, a great local response with curbside. And, and uh, right away, we, we, were, we were received by the community that, that knew we existed. And uh, that's still been kind of a challenge for us. That's um, I'm not I'm not really I, I'm a, a prolific consumer of social media, but I'm I'm not super good at putting myself out there on it. And <laughs> brewery is kind of an extension of me at this point. And, sure. and I think it, I think maybe our, our marketing has suffered a little bit um, just because I'm 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 uh, I'm not you know posting enough to feed the algorithm. <laughs> no, and and so, you, you you are you are right dead on, bro. It's amazing how uh we we just had a guy uh for our brewery that was doing social media and I'm like, what are you talking about? He just fucking posts once a day. He's like, no, you gotta hit it the right time. Yep. And the right demographic. Yep. The right and fucking hashtags. And yeah, all, well, I'll give you a for, for example, yes. right? So we posted something of a, a poster a, uh, for an upcoming show a while back. It got 143 likes, right? Which is nice. not bad, but it's pretty good, right? It was the time I did it that mattered. And everything since then is all just been on my time when I can do it, when I can get over to it, I'll post sure. it up. Yeah. But even if it stays up during that time, it has to be posted at that time yep. in order for, like Chris said, the algorithm the to really matter. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I do it's, know, but I don't know. And you, I can never do it during that time. And yeah, you can like you can like look up what the best times are yeah. per day. And yeah. it's, it's, it's usually early in the morning. Yes. When people first it's never like, like convenient for you. No, right. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that it's it's like yeah, it's like a balancing act of uh, you know, like, all right, I gotta like I gotta open the place. Right. Like you got fucking time to do this. <laughs> like and, and a lot of you know, a lot of people will say like like schedule your, your stuff in advance. It's like I don't have the picture then. Like, I, don't have the, I don't have the picture like a week in advance. Yeah. And they there like, is some good is, stuff uh, on social media that you can do that. And there are people out there that just know these things, but for the average person it's tough. It's tough to compete in that that media market at this point. Oh, yeah. Really quick, we're going to say goodbye to our Instagram Live. Go over to GovsRadio.com. Go over to uh, Facebook, over to YouTube, and check it out. By the way, just to circle back, Spiderbite said they brewed one of their first beers over at Butternuts. Yeah, I knew it. I fucking knew it. Still a big fan of uh, Boris the Spider. Yeah, he knows. He knows the deal. Great beers. Yep. I knew it. Hi, Spiderbite. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was with my my boy Larry today, and all all that kept happening was. Anybody that came over by us while we were brewing, 
again, you know, we were just brewing a beer, yada, yada, yada. Um, and um, they kept bringing up how you really have not lived unless you were with Steve and Larry when they're really drunk in, like, GABF. <laughs> and I'm like, why does that keep coming up? It's because it's really... It's a thing. It's, it's a, a real thing. thing. When Larry and I get together and we're drinking a lot of alcohol, things happen. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Things happen and you need to be a part of it. Did you break any vows today, Steve? <laughs> <sighs> I got... Do you... <laughs> Do you understand? Do you do you guys know wrestling at all? Uh, a little bit. Uh, do you do you remember the guy called the Sandman? Oh, of course. Yeah. Do you know he he used that 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 Kabuki cane thing? Yes. Yep. I got hit with that today. Oh, you. Had, so who had the the cane? Uh, they had a, a wrestling event at GSB yeah, at Great South at Great South uh, <laughs> Brewery there, That's and crazy. Uh, and uh, Larry hit me with it. Nice, good for him. And we weren't drunk yet. You probably deserved it. We weren't drunk yet. So, um, yeah, that's how it goes. That'll happen. Chris, so we have a uh, segment you may uh, be familiar with. This is uh, a couple of questions, actually, particularly three Three. questions, with our own very Steve Paminski. And now we have his own entrance music for it. So we're going to play that, and then we'll get right back to you. I'm that big right now. Yeah. Very special presentation. Three questions with our very own Steve Pominski. Yeah. Steve's questions. Three questions from Steve. Three questions. Steve's questions go. Skit scat scooby but it's coming out. The scat man. I'm the scat man. Skip up. All right, um, so Chris, uh, I, I, I probably did this with you before. Um, three questions. Uh, I'm going to give you one question at a time. These questions are not like they're not hard. It's just what you feel in your heart. No. Um, all right, so Chris, what was that first beer that turned you on to craft beer? What was that one that you said, oh, I got to have more of this. What is this? This is not Bud. This is not Miller. What's going on here? I I think it was probably Old Thumper from uh, which which uh, yes brewed, I think it was originally an English brewery called yes. uh, called uh, Ringwood Brewery. I actually um, made by made by Shipyard yes. uh, over here in the states. I actually have um, uh, like three bottles of Old Thumper I had gotten while I was in Boston, and it was over at Shipyard. Yeah, that, that's a that's still like a, a go to beer for me. Um, they're they are a um, they're they're on a Peter Austin system still, which is a an open fermenter, yes, flat bottom tanks, yep. uh, uh, Ringwood yeast, which which is a yeast. Uh, I think generously, uh, I'll say that it has a lot of personality. A lot of brewers call it ringworm yeast because it, yeah. it, you know, it, can, it can throw it can throw uh, like smoky esters yes. and, and it's it's uh, notorious for being a, a diacetyl heavy strain. Yep. But uh, I really love it in in maltier beer and um, I used to do it. Cool to get to work with it at Cooperstown too because they're, oh, wow. they're also in the Boston system. 
I, but that's like it, when you see the brick kettle places, you know, that's uh, a, that's what that Peter Austin. There you go. Is. I, I um, actually had used that Ringwood uh, in an ESB that I used to do. And I, I'd, and again, like you're right, if, uh, if your beer is not up to par, it will bring out some of the shitty flavors as much as it will bring <laughs> out the great flavors. Yeah, it's 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 so awesome though in like English strong ales and and in uh, South English porters, it's it's just it needs the right you know it's a Cinderella beer you know, it needs the right stuff. Like, um, Cinderella yeast. Yeah, there you go. Um, second, what's your favorite style? Oh, I'm gonna go Pilsner. There he is. We had your Pilsner last time. Yes, we did. And it was awesome. Yep. Awesome. So it's just uh, one of those things that, you know, if if you're a brewer, you're going to love your Pilsner. And then you you yourself know you have to produce a good one. And I think you succeeded at that. It was delicious. Yeah. I'll focus more more narrowly. Um, I like... I like German pilsners brewed to the the southern style standard. Oh, okay, oh, very specific. I like it. Yeah. So when when you're when you're looking for that, like out on the town, what are, what's the beer you would like gravitate to? Who makes a good one? Me. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. That's Boom. what I wanted to hear. <laughs> and we will back that up with a firm yes. And, <laughs> sure. Yes, sir. And that was correct. And that's correct. Uh, and uh, question number three. So you go out. We had a bar or restaurant. Um, what's that one beer you're hoping that they have on tap or they have available other than your own beer? Um, what's that one you are looking for? Oh, I get, I'm going to give you another brewer answer. Oh. I'm going to tell you Sierra Nevada Paleo. Yeah, um, All right. Because yep. it's not something I'm it's not something I'm maybe getting in package that much anymore. Um, but what, you know, when you're out and you know, you're kind of, you know, you know, if I'm at it, like if I'm going to Applebee's, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, up, well, that's so. probably what you get anyway. So, uh, yeah, hook me up with that Sierra Nevada, that or um, a Goose but, Island IPA. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm able to find threes up here a lot. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so that's always nice to find. Um, Have they opened up a, a northern facility? Because they opened up a bottle shop here on Long Island in Huntington. Um, but that's of. really... It's not the brewery. It's really just a storefront just, yeah, for like other things, too. But it features threes. It un- has an awning that says threes un- brewing on it. Un- unlike Other Half, who yeah. is just finally opening up their Philadelphia. Mm. Um, Big Alice opened up uh, upstate, upstate yeah. to Finger yes. Lakes. Yeah. I, actually, yeah. It was, I was there yeah, over the up- summer, and... Um, Oh yeah, great place. Um, just, you know, they they actually are doing a few different beers. They they bought the facility from another brewery that went defunct. Hmm. And um, which one was this now? Big uh, Alice. Big Alice. No, no, no. Which, which oh, def- that I did not find yeah. out. Um, it's got to still be in the Think New York, Drink New York app. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, f- Lloyd Harbor is still on there, so God, mm. God knows. Bro, we we were speaking today about. Some of these apps are just—they're <laughs> just not updated. That's the problem. Really, and and you know they get—they get near. You know yeah. what? Just this past year was really rough on everybody. So, Wait, so I I was at the conference up when I was up by you, and I'm sitting in a boardroom, uh, talking about uh, it, well, I went for an organization that does career and tech ed, and I, I'm just sitting there. I'm kind of like drifting off a little bit in my mind, 
And one of the guys that does HVAC at the state fairgrounds for the competition says, well, we got the the new facility um, at the fairgrounds uh, okayed. Everything was fine. Uh, you know, it's really tough to get by Paul Leone. And I went, my my ears perked up. I went, Paul, Paul Leone? What? Who, who's, who's talking about Paul? Has he made, because uh, he's upstate, has he made a uh, uh, an appearance at the brewery at all? Maybe uh, cloaked in, in mystery. <laughs> Maybe. Um, no, I, I, I hope. I hope someday to to meet him because uh, he's he, he he works very very hard for yes us. he does and, he was just um, actually just downstate he was down here on on long island a few weeks ago um well if you guys see him before i do tell him i uh, tell him chris says what's up and i'll tell him to make sure he stops by the warbler for some delicious beer yeah. for sure yeah. i just thought you know sometimes being uh, up uh, you know north of where we are i won't say upstate yeah. <laughs> north of where we are <laughs> Uh, you know, he, he make the rounds and it was just, it was so funny. Cause I, I wanted to like, just stand up in the boardroom full of older people that have no idea. Probably about hell are you Paul Leone. I know who he is. I know Paul Leone. <laughs> and, uh, it's just interesting, but he does go beyond brewing. He actually is a, a big, uh, partner with some of the, uh, heating and ventilation, the plumbing people, oh, shit. and actually does do some stuff at the New York state fairgrounds in I order no to, clue. yeah, no, did I, and this I actually asked time. him. It's it it is fun. It's just a lot of uh, supervising children, and that's the only non-fun <laughs> part about it. But just like me coming up to the conference in Albany, um, I do get an opportunity to uh, kind of stop at a few places on the way up. It gives me an excuse to get up and out there and enjoy some of what New York offers. And thank God our conference in July was in Albany, and again here in November because I really did enjoy. Uh, you know, the Warbler's beer. And I want to get into the beer now that our three questions are over because we went through a bunch on our last show. Now we have almost a completely new lineup. I want to go backwards a little bit really quick. Uh, You were talking about the Pilsner. Give us a little breakdown about your Pilsner. What's the uh, green bill? What are you guys doing? What's the process? Uh, So super simple grain bill. Um, It's... Uh, I I really like Great Western uh, Pure Idaho Pills Malt. So it's oh, it's it's all right. It's a, it's a U.S. Uh, malt. It's made at uh, GWM's uh, Pocatello Idaho plant, and uh, it's it's got this. It's got just a, a really nice balance of like of like mown hay and and like a little bit of honey and and fresh bread. Mm. It's it's. It's just a, a really nice domestic malt. I I got a chew sample of it a couple of years ago, and uh, it really it really impressed me. And I started brewing with it, and, and I just love it. Uh, so it's it's that, and, and uh, a little bit of um, a little bit of uh, German Vienna malt, and uh, a little bit of uh, of uh, dextrin malt, which which um, Head retention. We can, we can, that's that's the uh, the the eternal debate um, among brewers whether or not that's doing anything. For yeah, because it adds ac- ap- it adds absolutely nothing to your fucking ABV. So, um, you know, whether whether it adds head retention or not, or um, yeah. Well, I'm assuming it yeah. does something. So, so Otherwise, yeah, people so would just ignore it. It's right? the, well, it's the three malt 
it's that little three malt setup and then and then um hallowtown middle fra hops oh bro uh, i'm so glad water you said profile that. is is uh not super soft we don't i don't do anything like like ro on our water i just don't add any extra calcium okay and uh so so we're we're hitting like a um we're hitting like a a, um 40 ppm Mm -hmm. calcium which is which is enough that you know you're 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 doing you know you're 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 protecting enzymes in the mash how how uh, how is the water up where you guys are soft hard like like medium uh so we're we're on like a a few different heads and it it can vary Mm -hmm. um our residual alkalinity is is much lower than i'm used to brewing on so the buffer strength is low so so it's 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 at least easy to to change the ph around but you know we're, we're moderately moderately low calcium okay you know medium medium hardness it's it's you know all of new york is is hardish yeah yes including city except for long island long island is all aquifer soft yeah yes and and the the thing with long island and and i'll talk to so many different brewers many brewers on long island don't add a lot of different salts like we, we like not a lot of calcium not not I mean, it's it very interesting, and that's why I ask, you know, how it is uh, up, you know, up where you guys are. Uh, I don't even want to say upstate. No, see, but, yeah, I know. <laughs> we're now we're all like, don't say upstate. I'm, I'm very aware of it now. Uh, <laughs> no, and, and it's it's very interesting because, uh, you know, many people don't realize water is the it's where you start. So yeah. if you don't have, um, great water, or you know, whether it be hard, you know, soft. Or you know, we all we all know New York has the best bagels and pizza. So why mm. can't we have the best beer? Yeah, we sh- we could, yeah. which and we do. Folks, really, really quick, if you have an opinion on what qualifies as upstate, call in five one six four six five three nine nine zero. Give us a call anytime, any day. We are live here on the word. Um, it's, you guys don't do a lot of additives to that. Um, so uh, I, how you get to these levels of quality is what really is astounding because it would seem like, you know, you don't have a huge brew system. You have an extreme amount of knowledge that anyone that spends their time like you did coming up in the ranks and getting that information can gather. What, what do you think it is that separates your beer from other beer in New York without being detrimental to other breweries in New York or, or a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but it's I true. I mean, the, the, the what you have here and what... So we just cracked open Flurpy, which is the, the second the iteration second, that yes. we've had. Um, and we're both going to... Pete and I are both going, oh, that's, that's really very, very good. good. And they can't talk to Steve because Steve's just drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it gets better as it as it sits out a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Which has been... Yes, we've had it out for maybe about 20 minutes or so. Yeah. It could probably even do with a little yeah. more warmth. But give us a little breakdown about this, this iteration of Flurpy. So this one is a a double version, which you know I think the uh, the standard is like five point seven ABV. This one's on you know seven and a half. Yes, mm. um, very 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 similar um, grain bill uh, as far as the, the specialty malts go. Uh, we're using like um, uh, like uh, German chocolate wheat from Weirman. Uh, uh, I'm a big debittered malt guy. Some people aren't. 
uh, I'm big on that. A little pale chocolate in there. Um, little little Cara Forty is oh. is like the uh, the darkest I go on like a on like a a, um, a caramel or a crystal. Uh, and then we just yeah we just goose up the uh, the the base malt a little bit yeah. and uh, um, I like to use um, like to use a uh, a red wheat to to get that higher higher uh, protein that richness yeah and you could you could feel uh, it. it's not super it's not super thick. It's 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 not like over the top like oh it's motor oil level. Right, it's not viscous. Oh sorry, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not substantial, viscous. but you can drink a can of it. Oh my god, yes. We're gonna be drinking more uh, than that, by the way, because it's delicious. I would assume you'd want to drink more than one can. And <laughs> yeah. So so the the for for me, I I had stepped away for a moment. The chocolate and the vanilla. When are we adding that? Uh, so that's that's after uh, it, it, fermentation has subsided and we've uh, we've pulled yeast. Uh, then the adjunct profile for this one is um, uh, about a pound per barrel of uh, Dutch cocoa oh, and uh, a, a pound of vanilla, which uh, we make we we hand make a chocolate sauce for this. Really? And then um, and then yeah, add that into the dry hop port and uh, and circulate for forty eight hours. What what goes into the chocolate sauce? It's it literally okay. So so the base yeah, now you got us, bro. Yeah. You got us. You got me hooked us. So the base is actually the stout instead of like mm. instead of like water or milk. Okay. Um, the the liquid base of it is the is the stout. So I'm cooking the stout. Um, to and then and then I'm just yeah I'm just adding the powder and uh, cooking it up on my on my hot plate. Wow, uh, uh, bro. Um, I'm I'm man. You know, <laughs> you got Steve here. You got Steve in a pickle. He's like, mm. Fuck, bro, you got me, bro. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming up there. I'm coming up there. November um, 20th. I like to, if, if, if I'm using an adjunct, I, I try to do be as crafty as possible with it. I mean, I know I just told you guys that I put like Teddy Grahams in it. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did that say was that, a collab. Sir. That's my excuse. Yeah. Uh, which we did with I, the Royal Mittery in Delmar, New York, and de- check those check those guys out too. Who? Big shout out, Greg at the Royal Mittery. Oh, okay, cool. Enjoy Next guys. time it'll be on my tour. Um, That's right. <laughs> you, you, you know, you got me with that uh, only because um, different different uh, beers that we we would brew. I would do similar things like that. I would do. I would. I would take. You know, the wort. I would take that beer, and I would add. F- Whatever I was gonna do to it, whether it be caramel, whether it be nope. coffee, whether whatever, and I would add it. I would mix it. I would make it a part of it before I would add it back into that uh, fermenter. And it sounds like kind of the same thing you guys are doing. I know. I tried yeah. to. Do, by the way, when when Steve mentioned the word, I was trying to. There it is. And uh, I couldn't get it. I couldn't. I hit the wrong button. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't have that hot button assigned before. I can before. do it analog if you need. Yes. There you go. <laughs> As you should, sir. I As appreciate the uh, the reference. But no, the, I mean, just, you know, it's every brewer does things differently, but that you just you just hit one of my buttons when you said you did that because that was something I would do. Cooking the chocolate sauce. I, I, would, I would definitely do something like that because... For me, it I was incorporating that flavor into the beer. I, I felt it, it it was actually I, I was getting more out of it by doing that. Oh yeah, 
And, and, and you have a little more connection to the product too. Oh, it's, oh good point. It's 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 time consuming and it's yes. you know it's a, yep. a pain but, in the ass. But that's the kind of stuff that people want to hear. They want to hear that you put your heart and soul into the the brew, which included you handcrafting a chocolate sauce out of uh, you know a, a of stout. the beer, yeah, of the beer with with the the chocolate that you were adding to it. And uh, were, were you using whole vanilla bean or were you using a, an extract? Yeah, I I, um, I ground up vanilla beans in the um, uh, food processor. Yeah, added that to the chocolate sauce. So yeah. that part. Oh, that sauce. You, you how did that um, taste? Bro, by the I way? just like you call it sauce. I'm just I'm all about that right now. <laughs> sauce. It's all about the sauce. It's the Long Island's the gravy. If you really want to, oh, oh, oh stop it. It. Beer gravy. Always used to say she was making gravy. Yeah, yeah. see, he knows. Uh, you know what? I, I I I wish we had like listeners. Yeah, um, we do. Well, no, no. Like Over 500 callers? downloads in the last seven days. Uh, it's Well, Woo! they will hear it later, but they're not going to be able to call in right now. Right. Well, they could. 516-465-3990. Uh, here we go. And, yeah. and I, I really, I would like to put this to the fucking bed. Is yeah. it gravy or sauce? We could put um, a, we could put a, um, you want to put a uh, Twitter? It, yes. Hey, what about paste? Oh, oh shit. Mm, that's Chris. tough. Chris, that, I don't know. I've never heard a grandma, like a Italian grandmother, call it paste. Wait, so they might have used the paste. Where paste goes into the sauce. The yes. You know, my... Uh, well, the gravy. Uh, yeah, God. Right, my so, grandmother calls it gravy. My dad calls it sauce. All right, all right so here's the thing. Wait, I got it. My so le- I'm doing a poll. I'm going to put it up right now. Okay. It's going to be... Uh, where's my, my quiz or my poll? Quiz. It's a poll. Um, and we're going to say... And this really... Should, really what, what should be the wording, Chris? Marinara. Is it gravy? No, no, no. no, no. Are we calling pasta sauce gravy or sauce? Because well, you can't say marinara. Pasta liquid. <laughs> <laughs> the well, liquid you put on the pasta. Well, it's, it's, it's many different varieties of pasta sauce. Well, here's, yeah. here's the problem, though. Only one of them would be gravy, though. This like, is, it's not bolognese gravy. But the thing is, th- this is a the wart. Uh, the podcast with Mike, Pete, and Steve. Yeah, and I'm a fat about, Italian man. We, we talk about beer, <laughs> and we're doing a... No, I'm only fucking with you. Well, the poll is um, a yes or no, so I, I can't do it that way. Well, here's the thing. My last name is Paminski, because yeah. I really have no leg to stand on with this fucking whole gravy and, <laughs> and sauce thing. That's fair. But I did date, and I actually married, um, Italians. And yep. some of them called it gravy. Some of it called it sauce. Okay, so I'm putting it up now. Um, I'm going gravy. With, I'm going with sauce. Okay, you're going with sauce. I would as well. I called it sauce, but there's a lot of Italians out there that would say the gravy. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely would. Chris, say that. Chris, what do you call it? I call it sauce. Yeah. There you go, bro. Okay, all right. All right. right. So wait, so marinara, M A R I A I N A R A. There's not a Gwen Stefani song spelled that out for me. J. K. Get out of here. There's a J in there, I think, right? It's silent. Mahanara. All right, so I'm putting it up on Instagram right now. Let's see what kind of responses we get. I bought marinara. Is it gravy or sauce? And then I'm going to run the poll just like that. What is that? M A R. Yeah. I N. Eh. 
A-R-A. Yeah, that's why I have it. All right, good. I, I do pronounce it well. Where's the J? The J and we'll see what there. comes back. Chris, I'm going to leave Chris it up there, so. and in, in 24 hours, I will personally DM you the results of that, that poll. <laughs> Not enough. We'll get the end result, and we'll have a, a firm grasp on what the hell's going on. And then then after that, you need to make a beer cold, whether it's called sauce or gravy. Yeah. <laughs> is it sauce or is it gravy? <laughs> the warbler. Is it sauce or is it gravy? I don't know if you're going to name a bird after it, though. That would no. be the problem. Uh, Chris, it's so heard of the gravy bird? Yeah, gravy. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, gravy bird. Gravy bird. or or, or sauce bird, sauce and sweet, or sweet and sauce. I don't know. Um, so I, I poured a, I opened up a second uh, can of Gothics. This was the double, double dry hop. You said mosaic Idaho seven. You've done another double IPA. Was that the um, what was the other one that we had last time? Canopies. I think you guys would have had the, uh, yes, the canopy, canopy too. Yes. yes. Canopy. So yeah, break us down canopy again because that was one of the ones Freaking that really jam. stood out to us. This is delicious, but that one we were all looking at you like, holy shit, he's that's got the toucan here. one, right? One with yes. the toucan on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, and, so and again, one... Pete's a big fan of the art. I just keep got to keep telling you. No, I, he says like, it all the fucking time. I'm, I'm not visual like, learner. You're a visual man, learner. I'm not always such a you know. Sucker for like can art, but like I I like that it. it's it's different. It's cohesive mm-hmm. for the brand. Again, I fucking the flirty label is by far the best. And then this angry bird looking motherfucker right and here then, is great. And then what's inside of it is even better. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that's I'm like, jumping listeners. back and forth. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so canopies. listeners, yeah. Google bearded reedling. Because they really. look even funnier than is on the Flurpy can. <laughs> P- Peter is our, uh, is, our fact is, checker. Yes, he's the Google. They boy. are very grouchy looking little birds, <laughs> and what? really cute. They look like a they look like a pissed off little s'more. Yeah, no, that that holds up. <laughs> that uh, that is a description for sure. <laughs> a pissed off little s'more. That is a fucking. I that wish is, I could really. I could wish I could immediately bring it up. a malcontent bird right there. That is <laughs> fucking awesome. That bird is a little. He is a little douchebag. You can play along at home. <laughs> just hit uh, Control T or Command T on your. Oh wow! It is that a very bird angry. doesn't look happy about anything. No, you're no. right. Uh, so break us down on canopy because we kind of already went through the gothics. Uh, yeah, canopy, canopy itself was, is was delicious. Yes. Yeah. So 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 we talked a little bit about the advanced top products and. So the, the Canopy series is an exploration of um, uh, the, the technique called uh, high-density hop charge, or HDHC. HDHC. And okay. that is um, uh, that the term was coined by Other Half, and uh, it's, it, it references the use of a, as many advanced hop products you can use in conjunction with some Type 90 hops. Mm. And the idea is that you're approaching theoretical pound per barrel um, uh, numbers, uh, like around like 15, which is insane. Like you could never, hit, never come close to that with uh, with type 90 hops without without starting to leach out the really really undesirable characteristics of, of hops. And, 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 and T90 are pellets for everybody. Yeah, layman's. Oh yeah, sorry guys. No, no, no. it's that we know it's. For anybody else that might be listening, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve apologizing for drinking all day. <laughs> yeah, and and then so Pete, Pete showed me something about a uh, pounds per barrel. Like if you're doing like a theoretical, um, like hopping, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you're doing if you're out there doing the math. Uh, but I I really really like the the uh, the the combination of of cleanliness and potency. Mm. 
of that of that uh, of that technique. And it, it, essentially, you're 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 running it m- much like uh, DDH. Um, although for for this series, I started out with with just a single, just big hop charge. Um, uh, I like to do it kind of tail end of ferment, help soak up any any oxygen that that rode into the tank on the on the hops. Um, but it, it, that, that series has been, has been really, really cool to explore. I, I wish that you guys had, had had a chance to try the, the third one in the series, which we did with, um, with, uh, Citra Spectrum and, uh, and Cryo Eldorado. Wow. What? With, <laughs> uh, oh, it, it was, uh, bastard. yeah, it, it really, really, really like lemon meringue. Uh, oh, a little bit of extra lime. Oh, oh yeah, there's there was much in it too. What uh, what do you think you could you could change just the series name and just continue on with this experimentation of really cutting edge hops in your your hazy IPA or double dry hop IPA lines? Is it something that you? Yeah, think we'll is- we'll keep exploring it. I mean, that's that's the that's the part. That's what I'm in it for. Right, you know? right. That's, that's why I did this. You're all in it. You know, some some people are are out there doing doing classic styles, and I, I love doing them. Mm-hmm. But this is this has been like like this is this is what has allowed me to keep to keep brewing is is exploring. You know, and it, you know, I'm still chasing I'm still chasing some of the um, you know the 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 bigger names who are who are out there doing it first. Like like other half did HDHC first. Like mm-hmm. I, I hadn't even heard of these products yet, but. Um, it, it, it you know the the longer I'm I'm in this business and, and the more I get to explore the the more I you know I get to you know spin this my way and and um and and make beer that that really reflects what I am as as a brewer and what I like to drink. Now, Chris, uh, so this I wouldn't call it post COVID apocalyptic uh, nightmare kind of stuff. But it, it's kind of coming out uh, on the other end at this point, light at the end of the tunnel kind of feel. Um, things are good, right? I mean, we don't want to see breweries like you that are producing phenomenal liquid to to disappear. Business is good. Everything's good. Give us the, the A-OK on that, please. Uh, we're keeping the lights on. Good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not rich. That's, there you go, yeah. brother. Yeah, he's not driving around Beamers. <laughs> not, not, not for nothing. You're never going to be rich uh, <laughs> owning a brewery, but you're going to. You probably will. Yeah, be, you'll probably be happy, off. brother. You'll yeah. probably be happy. Yeah. Are you, Chris? We'll, we'll rephrase that. Are you very happy with how things are going? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's all matters. It bro. is. It is frustrating to yes. You know, to open something and and not not be allowed to have people come and enjoy it well and and that's that's the thing bro you're actually you're you're relatively new but when you fucking opened up you were it was the worst nobody nobody could come to you that's the problem (laughs) and and so you're you're actually you you get a year fucking pass right so you get a whole year of like hey whatever happened we just cut that out and now you go from there and see how you're gonna go and from what it seems um you guys are doing. You, do, you had the right start well, because the yeah. beer is fantastic, and like you said, yes. distributors, people locally, uh, are picking it right up. It's going right out the door, which is awesome to hear. Um, before we get into the the little wrap up here, I, I got to address something that I was joking with the guys before the show. Uh, so I was up there. Shit. I was up there Chris, on uh, Sunday, uh, two Sundays ago, 
and you and your wife walk in after a, a little bit of a rough <laughs> no. night. Why don't you tell everyone uh, the, your side of the story of what had happened that night? Because you guys were just done, done. And I was like, I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm here at the wrong time. I should have showed up a few hours later. You guys are hurt. Well, it, the, the cool part is that that weekend I got to officiate a wedding, which mm. is awesome. Holy that's God. right. I, I forgot to say that. Nice. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Friends, and, friends, or and, yeah, congrats to to uh, Danielle and Andrew. Hey, uh, Mazel Tov, friends of mine, and and uh, yeah, Lo- love you guys. I, I know they're listening. Cool. Uh, nice. <laughs> definitely tuning in right now. Um, but it, I think the mark of a successful wedding is if someone falls in a ditch. And <laughs> it, I provided and, that um, service before myself. There you go. It wasn't me or Mary, but it was a close friend of ours. Um, so we're all thinking about you, Dave, who he's going in for surgery. To have <laughs> oh, his, no. Have his foot fixed tomorrow. Oh, he had to get no. surgery? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, these things happen. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> comes with the territory. He's, he's have some screws put in. Uh, oh, it was fuck. that bad? Yeah, Holy so we'll, shit. We'll dope him up really me, good. And, all right. And, the uh, key is, was alcohol involved? No. Oh. <laughs> it was a wedding. It was a dry wedding. It was heavens, a dry wedding. Heavens, no. <laughs> so you guys were up in the middle of New Hampshire, right? In in nowhere's land. Uh, Vermont. Vermont. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. So no no phone reception at all. Nope. And uh, luckily we we did have someone there that that um, was uh, sober. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. At, at like four a.m. That was also the day like, the day that the day of daylight savings. So it was oh like, well, you, so you three a.m. So you, you gained an hour of yeah, pain exactly. in his ankle. Yeah, that, yeah, that that poor poor guy. That oh, poor best. Yeah, so saw him today. He's in good spirits. Good. Uh, he's he just wants to get it fixed. So. His his foot um, faces the opposite direction, but yeah, 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 yeah no, you know what? It did before. Now it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, he had surgery today. Uh, he's, he's tomorrow actually. Tomorrow. All right. All well, right. he's he's resting right now. So when he wakes up, tell That's him to right. listen to the podcast. <laughs> he's got something to do in the recovery room. Just throw some earbuds yeah. in. He's good to go. Well, well, the doctors will put it on when they're when they're off. There you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He'll hear it. You know. Hey, I remember hearing something. Uh, It'd be like Doctor Strange (laughs) 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 trying to revive somebody and just throw the music on. Dancing a little bit to the Steve's Three Questions theme song. (laughs) I mean, you guys hear the scatting at the end of that theme song. You guys have that isolated. (laughs) <laughs> the, I, I like I said, you and, and Mary were were just completely obliterated. A long night sitting up in the hospital, being there, and and here I am. I'm like, hi guys, what's going on? I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, look, it's me, Mike. It's me. <laughs> and I was like, I I'm just gonna stay cool, just stay low. Uh, your your mother, by the way, your mom your and dad. Mother. Sound bad, sorry. And your mother, too. Your mom and your dad are as equal as hosts as anybody. They opened up to me like I was Barbara Walters. They were fantastic. Barbara Wawa. Fantastic people. You have a, a great crew up there. Um, w- was this a, a thought process when you guys started the brewery? Let's just make this a family business. You br- and we have yes. to talk about Sarah because we, we talked about Sarah on the last show and where she came from and what she's doing. So give us a little breakdown of, of the kind of people you guys have uh, up at the brewery. Sarah is a... Banjo playing, unicycle riding, uh, physicist. Wobbler. Uh, <laughs> who happens to tend bar for us right now. That's a, uh, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot to take uh, in, bro. 
Yeah, super cool, lifelong learner. Will eat any beer ingredient that you put in front of her, which is which is fun. Savage. Um, including the hot pellets, which. Oh no, no! Don't tell me that. She'll, she'll yeah, she'll eat them. She'll more. do it with a smile too. Yeah. She's a trooper. God Absolutely. damn, that's harsh. Um, so the team skews kind of nerdy, uh, which which is which is how we like it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's, it, it is just a, a family thing. It, it, Mary, Mary and I moved back to this area um, for, for the free babysitting. But, <laughs> um, you know, they, they ended up, they've, they've ended up uh, babysitting the, the brewery because we haven't really, you know, the, the, the pandemic has kind of, uh, has kind of, uh, you know, postponed the, the, the whole baby making thing. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, there were yeah, things the happening, but <laughs> no babies were in the future. Yeah. 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 Mm. Oh, yeah, we'll yeah. get to work on that, hopefully. And uh, speaking of which, by the way, the your dad was out there watering plants. Your mom's cleaning the bar. It was like I was. This really is a really nice family-owned business. It's really really cool to see, and it's it's yeah. relatively rare to have that kind of family yes. contribution um, in a business like this. And then you guys, uh, you know, like I said, kind of slothed your way into the bar <laughs> mary had her head down on the bar you're just sitting there on your phone like oh my god what the fuck just happened all right, all right. In the last I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the version that that mike gave us okay yeah got mike mike was like uh yeah i felt so bad <laughs> i felt like i was intruding on them because they looked like they had been beaten been dragged through the fucking muck and just said I got to come in and I hope nobody fucking talks to us. <laughs> and, and of course, Mike went, Hey guys. I, 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 I didn't say, Hey guys. Talk to Mike. Yeah. And, no. and thank God you're again, I guess it was your mother. Yeah. That was there. And it made it. Yeah. They ended up sending us home. I was going to go, I was going to work. Oh, you're like, your mother Chris, was from, from what, from what Mike was saying, your mother was like the most, Awesome, most genuine, like wonderful person. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're part of the podcast they're doing today. No, 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 we're coming to get the beer today. The podcast is on Monday, and does he know that? And uh, but she was but so, yeah. but like you said, genuine. And she was, it was just one of those like yes. oh, just just a you know they were out and they're gonna come in and and I was like oh, I just I feel bad before you even walked in. I'm and, like, and should <laughs> I come back later? I'm gonna try to come back later. I, I even said to you, I'm like. Listen, my meeting is from like this time to this time. <laughs> I'm gonna try to sneak back out and go, and it ended up I couldn't, but I got the beer and I needed to, you know, obviously have the, the fantastic okay. stuff that you guys are brewing. But when I left there, I just felt, you know, like warm from from your your parents who were just so accepting. There was another couple in there uh, that, that were drunk. there, and another uh. guy, yeah, no, <laughs> another guy that came stuff to go, and it was it was equal uh, hosting to everybody, which was awesome to see. Uh, uh, one thing I want to know, though, uh, one out of ten, ten being the worst. How did you feel that morning? I am a professional. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I was drinking water all night, and um, and so I I was okay. I think Mary was too, but just because she was awake so long. That's what it was. Uh, That's what I felt. It was more yeah. like you guys no were sleep. awake, just no sleep. Um, so yeah, we were, we were, yeah, we were just exhausted. There you go. I, um, also, you know, it helps, helps, you know, to be in, you know, Vermont. The, the green <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there are, there are, um, 
anesthetic options. There you uh, go. Yes. And, uh, feel so, no, pain. no, I felt... I felt ready to take on the world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Until your mom sent you home. <laughs> Until your mom said, "Go the fuck home." I got this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know if I looked like I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, I was there. Physically, yeah, maybe not so much. But you guys, uh, again, you came in like troopers. A, a great host. The place is a, a, a wonderful place to be and to enjoy beer. Um, you really, if you're in the Albany area. It's just ridiculous if you don't check them out. And and you're part of a, a bigger community up there. You have some good breweries in and around you. Way you're part of this, this local community <laughs> that's fantastic uh, for, for the, that region. Um, these breweries that you guys are part of that community, which ones have stood out to you? Like I said, Fiddens is one of the ones that kind of, um, you know, is doing like their own little thing, their own little niche, niche thing. What what is it, Chris, about that community up but, there that really stands out? Uh, it's it really, really generous, established breweries. the 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 culture has been has been very small for a long time, um, but it's it's just been nice nice people. the 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 foundation of it has has been like like Neil at the at um. Ch Evans, uh, mm. which is the, the first the pump house, uh, yeah, the, the pump station, the pump station, uh, which is the right? First, the first brew pub I ever went to when I was like really nine. They opened in, in Albany, and I think I think they there hadn't been a, a brew pub in Albany in a couple of years. I think there was one like called the Half Moon, maybe that had closed, but mm. they've been there forever. And uh, you know, you can get them on the phone in, in a second, and he'll he'll talk to you, he'll ask you how you're doing, and um, and he just, he cares. And, and it's like that wherever you go. Um, when we were opening, we, we had a, um, uh, a snafu, we'll call it with, uh, with our Crowler order. Mm. And we, we were able to, to get, um, blank Crowlers from, from Fidens <clears throat> and, and from Indian Ladder and, uh, and from Royal Meadery. They, they, ah, they hooked metery. us up and, uh, they said, "Don't you know? Don't worry about like getting getting these back to us right away." But um, it 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 really really saved us on on opening day. We had we had um, it, we'd been assured by our crowler supplier that that our stuff was going to come in on time, and uh, it just didn't happen. So we made yeah. a, a couple of panicked phone calls, and and I mean, Fidens they're so they're so successful, and you know they don't. They don't really have to help, you know. They they could just they could just ignore everything. Just do what they're do what they're doing, but yeah. they they're part of the community and no. they're they're good guys. And and I sh- I <laughs> I should have gone over there with beer by now. <laughs> um, but it's it, you know it my, happens, my dad bro. went over to pick them up. My wife my wife went by to drop them back off. Uh, our our crowlers in exchange. Um. Uh, but that that is that is a good reminder. I owe those guys a visit. <laughs> well, it's, it's tough. You it's only have like a two or three hour like, window. <laughs> yeah, you know they're they're open they're open for business now two days a week, and and they're days that I'm usually you know usually behind the bar. Yeah. Now, I I actually have not been up in Albany for like eight years. When I was there, there was. Absolutely fucking nothing. It was a deli and something else. <laughs> um, what 
besides you guys and, and a couple of these, what else is, and, and I'm, and, and again, I'm trying to get, uh, I would like to see people go up that way. Um, because our downstaters, um, don't like to go too far, but it, I mean, you could either drive or you could get on a train, and the train will take you right to fucking Albany. Yeah, really. Um, and you could get off and hang out. What What else is? What do you guys have around you um, that you, you know you would su- suggest going to? So, this is this is an interesting um, this is an interesting problem with have having had started started a business in the pandemic after <laughs> just moving back to the area that I didn't really have an opportunity to explore. I still kind of have it. <laughs> um, true. It was, as far yeah, as, as so far busy. as breweries yeah. go, have, have you guys been to the, to our neighbors at, at real McCoy? No, I, I have uh, not been able Mike's to a good get guy and, and does a good podcast. interview. Really? They do one. Oh, nice. Um, Mike's a good dude. Um, uh, mixed breed is, is a great new brewery in Gilderland center, which is another just suburb of Albany. Hmm. Um, just to, just to our North. Um, I feel like I've really heard nice of mixed breed. I, what's that? I feel like I've heard of mixed breed. I don't, I definitely yeah, haven't been there for themselves. And, yeah. and their cream ale is, is my favorite. It's oh, awesome. They do great IPA stouts. Um, yeah, really, really nice people. Uh, that's, that's worth checking out. Um, unified, are are phenomenal brewers. Yep, yeah, I heard of you. Um, I the a brewery that I I don't know from personal experience, um, but really admire their program. Just you know, from afar, is is bound by fate. Um, Definitely heard of them. Yeah, who are up? I think near Glens Falls or Malta, um, just a, a little more upstate than we are, Saratoga yeah. area. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they're 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 a New York State farm brewery, but they are also doing these hazy IPAs, and it, it seems like you know they're another just nice family brewery, and so mm-hmm. I, I admire their program. I, I want I kind of want to like call them up and say, "Will you collab with me?" So I get a chance <laughs> to meet them. Well, listen, we you know, we I'm got either a, working or I'm home at this point. We got so, some buddies know, over at uh, Whitman Brewing, Whitman Sa- Whitman Brewing oh, yeah, Company yeah. in Saratoga. Okay, yeah, man. You, uh, that's a collab that I could see the both of you Holy are definitely benefiting shit, on because yeah. they, you guys have a very similar kind of uh, path. You, you both explore various uh, types of beer styles, and you both have that flavor profile that we love. That was another one that really stands out to us um, from from the upstaters, from the downstaters. Bes- besides our boy. Ivan over at Myers Creek. Creek, but that's way out in the yes, the, that's, in the middle that's, of nowhere. That's and that's a tough one. To and get I'm to. I'm gonna still, Ivan, if you're listening, Ivan, please just move the whole brewery down here. Yeah, just, <laughs> just come down here, bro. Same thing with you, Chris. Casano- How about you and Casanova, New York? Ah. You know what? Albany is one thing. Albany is a straight fucking shot yep. with a major fucking interstate. Right to your your fucking city. You take it right to the top of the conic. Right. There That's you go. right, Mikey. And Casanova is in fucking nowhere. And it is a bunch of one-lane highways where cars are, you, there's tractors and and fucking. And when, once you get to, once you get to Myers Creek, uh, you're like, I'm not, oh. I'm not, yeah, I'm never going to leave. Right. And But you have to. <laughs> but then, yes, you do. You have, you to, have to go. <laughs> and then you're on this. Again, one one lane tractor highway. <laughs> oh, bro. Well, listen, that, those would be great collabs. 
with Chris. Meyer, uh, Myers Creek. Definitely Whitman, because Whitman's Whitman, not too far. And it's not too far, right. And now, and we can get you in touch. We can kind of make that happen for you guys. And, they and then we'll show up a slightly drink bigger, beer. Right. <laughs> they have a slightly bigger brewing system, too. So you might be able to either go over there and collab and, and really get some product out of there. Those are fantastic things that they're doing over there. And, and same thing with you. Like I said, you guys are kind of on that same path. We're both very impressed. We are all very impressed with the yes. both of you. Um, and the key, the, the key, I keep telling everybody, yeah. uh, that this radio show that we do, we don't judge, we don't rate beers, nope. we don't do anything. But when we, we fucking, love beer. <laughs> but when we like the beer, yo, you're gonna hear, it. We, we're yeah, gonna let evident. you know. And let me tell you, yeah, this is our second go around with with, with you, and only um, first go around for people that are listening. Yes. <laughs> Um, there was a mistake earlier. Well, there's another mistake, but we're going to fix that yeah, this time. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're good. We're it's still okay. recording. But, we're still recording, so we're um, going to have a podcast. That's all that matters. 500 yeah. downloads in seven days. Yeah. People are listening to the podcast version, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, all the beers are great, bro. You too. Uh, yes. I, I really do, I do have to say. Um, and for me, as, as a brewer, a beer doesn't have to be like unbelievably like oh my god this is the best beer i ever had it just has to be made well and every one of these beers there's i can't pick anything out bad right there's, there's nothing yeah you there's, there's there's no off flavors uh it's it's a you know it's what you want it to be whether um that's exactly what you want it to be for me i'm i'm getting that that's the beer you wanted to put in that, in, into that can and and because if it wasn't that, you would say, I'm not fucking going to package that thing. We would say what? Yeah. Flaw free, we, we right? We dumped our Oktoberfest this year. It was the bummer. Oh, oh bro. Oh, yeah. Don't start with Oktoberfest. <laughs> we were, we, we, we've had our run down here, but I, I would love to appreciate Like you used to go, uh, Pete used to go up to Vermont. I, yeah, I went again this year. Yeah. yeah. And, and it hit up the Oktoberfest and get some of the local breweries to show off their Oktoberfest skills. Stone Corral. I'd be extremely, uh, extremely curious to find out Chris speaking uh, in the Oktoberfest. I, I do have to say though, this year mm -hmm. here on the island, every not every but Most. pretty much the majority of breweries had either a Marzen Oktoberfest or a Fest yeah. beer. Yeah, and I was very happy with that um, because I would say four years ago, maybe you would you. Pulling tooth and nail to get there to would get maybe be good. four or five yeah. breweries here on the island that had a fest beer, a, a Marzen, or or a Oktoberfest. Yep. And this past year, I don't know what the fuck happened. Everybody jumped on the same Everyone's bandwagon. Like, hey, Oktoberfest, how about that? And and the thing was, they were pretty much all good. Yeah. Like they were like good iterations of what the style should be. And for me, and Chris, you brewed one, right? You brewed. Yeah, we brewed uh, the uh, fest beer, the Weezen style, and uh, and we dumped it like a week before release. What? Wait, why? Uh, what? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, yeah. What happened? It's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm actually I'm gonna cry in a I'm few sad. seconds. What the what what happened? It went south. Yeah, I was getting like a like a smoky phenolic off flavor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? I appreciate that you dumped it. I was that. about to say that. Yep. Um, because instead of, and I've known breweries that, you know, don't do that. And they say, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, that you, you, you stuck to your guns and you said, no, that's not what I want to put out. So yep. yeah, yep. Uh, it sucks like fucking nobody's business. It really you sucks. lost money. <laughs> 
you lost time. You lost something that you were looking forward to, and yeah. Oh um, yeah, we logged her for ten weeks too. Oh, so that tank holy oh wow! Shit, and it just it was it developed early, and I was like, man, maybe it's just gonna log her off, and it just never did. What just, now? Now let me ask: Was it a dry use or a wet use that you used? And 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 if you can, who did you use for your yeast? Uh, so I'm using the. Um, uh, Saf Lager 3470. It's mm-hmm. the only. It's the only dry yeast I use. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you, you use old liquid. One of Vihen Stefan uh, uh, Lager yeasts. Yeah. Okay. I mean that, uh, but, but it does a it does a great job. It just it just runs it runs really clean. It's kind mm-hmm. of dusty. It's kind of sulfuric, um, but but we give it the lagering time and uh, and it makes a it makes a really nice clean beer with a little bit of personality and that that really really light hydrogen sulfide wash mm-hmm. that you that you want for like a for like a, a palate cleanser you know mm-hmm. sorry to hear about your loss but i'm okay. sorry we, yeah we got our parula pilsners coming back there you go yeah. there's a positive now boom it. snapping back and he brought his right back and, he, and you got me right again <laughs> Chris, uh, yeah. what what is the uh, what's the future hold? So obviously we have a big event happening on November twentieth. It's the one year anniversary celebration of the Warbler. Uh, oh, you well, officially aren't we doing the left show from? Oh no, 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 uh, no we're uh, not going up on the twentieth. Uh, Sorry, you can. What up, guys? No, 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 two can. That well, was the idea. <laughs> Maybe on the two year anniversary, Chris, we do a live show from Albany. That would do be it awesome. on the roof of the building. Let's do it. Holy <laughs> shit. Well, it would have to be a little earlier than November 20th. It's going to be freezing our balls we off. We might be frozen. Yeah. You might find our frozen dead bodies up there. <laughs> Just Speaking of beer. Beer. And look, someone will fall off. Someone will, someone will get pins. It'll be fine. Guilty. Par from the course. <laughs> but that would be a hell of a thing. What do you got coming up uh, You know, for the future? What's, what's the big uh, get and what's the big you know, uh, promise here for, for year number two? Let me well. Let me tell you the the two releases uh, for this coming weekend. Mm, oh are, yeah. Um, first, we have Understory Number Three, which is our which is our our HDHC line of of uh, single IPAs, six and a half percent. So that's you know, again those advanced hop products, and yep. and this time we're using um, Strata Mosaic and HBC four seven two. And it's it's made a beer that's like really tropical fruity. But hey, bro, like don't curse at me guy. when you say that <laughs> yeah. shit. All right, HB five seven two. No, I'm gonna get. That's a fa- that's a fancy fancy. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, but it just, yeah, it doesn't have a brand name yet. So no, I, and you know what? Those you gotta love those because sometimes they are fucking hits, and sometimes they are fucking you know ground outs. But yeah, this is a really good hop. Oh, I'm cool. telling you, this it's creamy. Uh, it's it's rich. It's it's fruity. It's really really nice. So I'm I'm excited about that one. And then, uh, but the, the 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 main event, so to speak, is our uh, our barrel aged Moon and Back mm. Imperial Stout. So we're looking at like a 12 percent ABV um, uh, chocolate stout aged Schwing. for a year in Heaven Hill barrels. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, aged in what, what barrels? Really well received as a non barrel aged stout, and uh, so it's the same batch. Mm-hmm. and we're uh we're bringing it back um, what what kind of barrels did you say you used on that one uh heaven hill oh nice which 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 i like as like an affordable barrel that is yes. also like also delivers like really great bourbon character without overdoing it 
Um, so, you know, you, you, you get a little bit of, of like, uh, of like a, a, a tannic structure and, and nice wood sugars uh, without it, you know, without it being yeah. like over overbearing. Well, yeah. Uh, no, over, over overly hot, overly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like I'll find if, if I have that over, like, I'll take that over like a Woodford barrel. Um, okay. And the next year we have like some Elijah Craig, which is also, I think also a Heaven Hill product. And are you going through a, uh, a distributor for the barrels? Uh, we, we use uh, we use a couple of different barrel brokers. These ones are from Midwest Barrel, mm-hmm. um, uh, but we also use like Keystone Fermentation and, and Northeast Barrel Barrel Exchange. Uh, those are it's the, those it's are, like, it's the, it you know it's so amazing. Um, probably like fifteen years ago, you could get barrels for like fucking ten bucks. Yeah, they were like we we just gonna cut them up, throw them away. We're gonna fucking whatever. And then once all of a sudden brewers started using these barrels to put liquid into them and make these fantastic beers, all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. Oh, no. there's a market for that? Oh, no, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. These barrels are now $200 for a fucking, you know. A used barrel. Yeah, a used barrel that can never use again. <laughs> um, it's amazing. But it's one of those things that, you know, like anything else, if, if there's a, a market for it, yes. they're going to try to turn the dollar yes. and, and make okay. something of it. Chris, uh, this is a much better show. Yes. Um, not that than people the first. are going to get to hear. Yeah, no. that people yes. get to hear. And, <laughs> even and though the first show was so fucking good. Yeah. Even though there was no fucking history of it. Nope. Uh, other than our ear lobes and whoever. I still have it. It's just all Chris answering uh. and none of us talking. <laughs> <laughs> and we're still recording right now. Yeah, we're still yeah, talking. We got, we got, we got after the first act, so that, that's a positive thing. Yeah, and, and you know, we're also equally as glad as that we're able to get more beer, yeah. uh, a little more variation of what I, you, yeah. you're producing. And to me, again, the, the lineup that we had, and, and again, surprisingly, we didn't think Pete would like the sour. Boom. Sour was great. Stout was phenomenal. Yes. Might have been. Uh, stout's all, you know, hit or miss. I, I would say not, not my favorite style, but I enjoy a good stout. This phenomenal and the warmer yeah. it got the more that like vanilla note came mm. out fucking delicious yes thank you chris give us the big plug for the warbler and uh places where they can get in contact with you any information about it the warbler brewery in delmar new york so you're, you're right off i-87 just hop off exit 23 and uh head west but uh we're, we are on instagram at warbler brew I think, man, let me check into that. I tell you that on Facebook, we are at, okay, we're on Instagram as The Warbler Brewery. Yes. I don't think I have to tell you that it's all one word, but again. I'm if you just type in Warbler, that. I think you're the oh, only one that's right right Type in Warbler, guys. Yeah, except yeah. for some fucking freak bird guy that's like into Warblers. Uh. <laughs> that's an Instagram account you do not follow, but yeah, follow oh, The yeah. Warbler Brewery. Oh, without that. Honestly, guys, I'm following that bird again. There you go, brother. That's something like interesting. There's always something interesting to, I like see. to hear. Uh, Chris, again, uh, thank you. Facebook. Yes. And check us out online. We have curbside uh, pickup through our website if you're if you're semi-local or if you want to order on like Wednesday and pick it up Saturday coming up from the city. Uh, we'll be here for you. That's awesome. Cool. Again, thank you very much for uh, coming on a second time via Zoom. Appreciate it. And, uh, again, beer is awesome. Yes. It's fucking Phenomenal awesome. Liquids. And if you, if you nah, pass you by opening. Awesome. No, you're good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start with no, us. I, I, I do have to oh, say, you. Chris, well done. Yeah. Uh, every one of the beers. Um, very, very good. Two times now. 
the, the thing for always always for me is you know yes uh, uh i'm a brewer and i kind of have a little higher standard i just like to be that guy that i want to drink a beer and if i had this at somebody's house I'm like, fuck it. Where's the rest of them? Because I'm drinking the rest of them. So, bro, <laughs> excellent job, bro. Excellent job. Well done. Really um, appreciate it. Before we get out of here, I got a few words from Steve. Steve, what do we got? I, um, what? 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 Oh, we're getting out oh, of here. Oh, yes, go. End. Oh, shit. Yes, it's the end of the show, oh, Steve. I didn't, I didn't know what you were going for. Okay, guys. Steve? Um, all right. So, um, um, kittens, they're cute. Okay, good. Pete? <laughs> Don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. This is Especially the if it's a kitten. Yes, there you go. <laughs> this is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. Thank you very much for Chris from the Warble Brewery up in Delmar, New York, right outside of Albany. Check him out on the Warble Brewing uh, Brewery <laughs> on Instagram. And, of course, uh, this is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. Check us out on the podcast coming out in a few short days. And uh, we out. Out. Bye. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.